it kind of felt unnecessary, right? And 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 I don't know if it's just me, but you know, a white woman landing on an alien planet, albeit you know, albeit a very small alien planet, I guess, um, and being celebrated for her return, kind of don't feel right in 2023. Let's go. Welcome back to Mental Theater. And we have some, uh, we got our Avengers in the building. We have Big Mike back with us. What up, Big Mike? What's good? What's good, man? I love the new intro, too, bro. I like that, man. I absolutely appreciate that, good sir. We got my cuz all the way from Philly. Yo, what up, cuz? What up, cuz? How y'all doing? What's up? Great, great. Glad to have you here. You're going to add some uh, great perspective as always because he he he's my Dave, Big Mike, for, in terms of the comic. Someone who's like a comic scribe. That that's Jay. Okay. That's my that's my big cuz right there. And of course, we got Chloe Diz in the building. What's up? You know to hold it down to the to the ladies <laughs> out there and to give some balanced perspective, which we always appreciate. So first, guys, we got to talk about the the it movie in the mcu at the moment which is ant-man and the wasp i always forget the, that the wasp is there i'm not gonna lie and in uh quantum mania what, what do we think about it well in all fairness it seems like uh disney and marvel forget that the wasp is there too <laughs> <laughs> yeah true uh, i mean oh, go ahead jay go ahead i got you the critics said that it was terrible um, I think it's pitching what forty uh, something percent Rotten Tomato score. Forty seven, yeah. Give or take, yeah, give or take, right? Um, I don't have it that low. I have it probably somewhere. Personally, I give it a solid C, maybe a weak C plus. Um, but it feels like we're just tired just just fatigued with with marvel movies in general i and i and 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 i separate the two because dc doesn't count and doesn't exist <laughs> right and um you know the the boys never ever gets mentioned in this kind of diaspora so yeah i think we're just tired of marvel winning it's, okay. it's true. Uh, I, I could definitely see that. It's kind of like we all wanted Thanos to win because we were so used to the Avengers losing. And then when he did one and they came back and the order was restored. But for the most part, uh, Jay is right. Marvel keeps winning, even though I, I will, you know, put some respect on DC's name because our movies get Oscars and whatnot. You feel me? But besides that, yeah, uh, Marvel in terms of the box office has been winning for sure by a landslide. It took a dead man to get an Oscar for you, cuz. Please knock it off. Don't forget uh, Joaquin, the original, uh, an original cast of The Gladiator, which we'll get into later. But yes, Joaquin got one for The Joker. And part two is on the way, and we'll get to that later. 
my god, cool. you pound, you pounded your chest over two Oscars. I mean, in the film business, that's the trophy. Not enjoyment. Not enjoyment. That's the trophies. Is is box office leaving the movie theater? Is box office, which is the happiness leaving the movie movie theater? You're correct, but also on the studio side for professional pride, it is the Oscars. That 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 is the that's the goal. That's the destination. So both, as Big Mike says, both things can be be accurate and be true at the same time. You know, professional pride only matters in sports. I would say in all professions, in in any profession, you don't see teachers, you don't see teachers pounding their chest. They definitely do. <laughs> especially the lifers, especially the lifers. But okay, it's all right. We we digress. Big Mike, what did you what did you think about the movie? And by the way, sorry sorry guys, this is in fact a spoiler review. So by all means, we we don't we don't mess around here. It's been out long enough. This is your final, final spoiler warning. All right, go ahead, Big Mike. Well, I gave it a seven, um, maybe 6.5. I'm, I'm going to teetering, going back and forth. I do agree with Jay and the Marvel fatigue, but I think also it's the quality of the product. It's just not as good. So it's a little bit of both. I also feel like um, with this movie, is the box office is horrible. They might not even, they might not even break even. Like, so I feel like that... Um, I feel like Kang shouldn't have been introduced in the Ant. No, well, sorry, he shouldn't have been the big bad in the Ant Man movie. I feel like Ant Man just don't go with Kang. It just don't work, you know. So I feel like they tried to make it work, but it really doesn't. And it's like it was like two different movies. It was like Kang's movie, and then it was like the Ant Man movie to me, definitely. So I thought I thought Majors was great as Kang, obviously, but. I do feel like it wasn't um was wasn't a great movie overall. So Mike. Yeah. Let me let me ask you a question real fast. Yeah. What was better? Ant Man or the last Ant Man or the last Doctor Strange movie? Like like Ant Man just happened? Quantumania? Yeah. Oh. They both were so far, but I'm about to go with um I'm gonna go with Strange because of Wanda. Actually, I would go with Strange as well, but I would go with Strange because they gave us some fan service in 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 the form of the Illuminati. I'm not a big fan service dude, but I feel what you're saying now. Um, two things, right? Yeah. When I saw Quantum Mania, two things came to mind as I left the theater. Uh, number one. They need to get the fuck out of Atlanta making movies. Okay. Right. Right. Like, I know you look at a movie like Ant-Man and you can tell 90% of this was filmed in front of a green screen. Yeah. Right. I kind of want maybe Ant-Man isn't the movie that they could have done this with, but I feel like anything is possible at this point. Um, I feel like they could have given us some more real world elements. The last, I don't know, four or five Marvel movies, say for No Way Home, um, I feel like they all kind of had this this kind of sheen on it, like this this. I don't I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like how you could tell, you could tell yeah. like a four K video from like a regular 
camera, yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you talk about, about Ant Man, Thor, um, Love and Thunder, uh, 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 Strange. I get what you're saying. They're all kind of the same. I feel what you're saying. Like in that, in that scene with. Right, like almost like it's filmed on a back lot somewhere. Well, they, they, got like, the, they got the volume now, right? The Disney uses that they film, um, like uh, all the. Um, all the Star Wars shows and a lot of the Marvel stuff. It's like this huge, um, what is it, Josh? Like this huge uh, dome type of thing. Yeah, it's like a long device. screen. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the first thought I had. The second thought I had was they haven't introduced, they haven't surprised us in a while, right? Um, Through the phases, right? Um, and you know they 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 telegram or they telegraph every move that's going to be made, but I feel like in one of these movies they could have introduced the characters that we absolutely kind of have been waiting yeah. for them to get to, right? Like uh, uh, I agree with you about Kang, right? I felt like this would have been the perfect movie to introduce Doctor Doom through Kang. Right. Instead, you know, you, you introduce or you reintroduce Kang. You you provided some exposition on his backstory, but you provided that through a fucking forgotten character. Right. Like like in the forgotten character is Michelle Pfeiffer. Correct. Mm-hmm. Janet. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it it, it kind of felt unnecessary. Right. And and and. I don't know if it's just me, but you know, a white woman landed on an alien planet, albeit, you know, albeit a very small alien planet, I guess, um, and being celebrated for her return, kind of don't feel right in 2023. That's fair. Chloe, did you want to you want to jump in there, Chloe, with your perspective? Yeah, I'm just listening. I mean, you guys make valid points. Uh, definitely valid points. Me, pr- me specifically. Y'all know I've been waiting for King to conquer for like years. It feels like years. So for me, I mean, my overall rating of the movie, I give it like an eight, strong eight, like solid eight. I like this better for the storyline, based off of it's the catalyst to what's to come. So like that's where my rating comes from. Now, um, Jay, you asked which was a better movie overall between this and uh, Doctor Strange. I rated Doctor Strange lower because the storyline was stupid to me. But (laughs) if it was on its own, right, outside of the Marvel Universe and just its standalone movie and they both were just standalone movies, Doctor Strange would be better as far as, like, the storyline within that movie. But... I particularly rated this higher than Doctor Strange because this moves the story along finally. Like, I was waiting for them to introduce King and Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, I wanted to see him then. Like, I've been waiting since Loki. Loki's my favorite show, if y'all don't know yet. But because Loki was, like, that surprise that Marvel had in a back pocket. Like, that junk just blew my mind. It blew my mind. And I don't know if I'm just, like, geeked out on it because it's just, like, I like things that are unexpected because I feel like I always could tell what's going to happen in movies. But, like, that just blew my mind. And so, finally, it's, like, the story is developing from that 
change. So it's like building upon it. It's kind of like it's building up momentum. Like we're in the part where the big bang didn't happen yet, but it's coming. So like to see all the puzzle pieces aligned, it's going to be epic. Like Thor, I don't see how Thor kind of tied into all of this. I think that they were going to come out with those, what is it, the the Kid Avengers or whatever. But people got fired at, over at Disney, so that's, that project's on hold. Yeah, this recession is it's really a thing. Like, this recession is um, it's affecting products. And I remember back in the pandemic before Disney, when Disney Plus at first came out, we were speculating about, you know, what's going to be up if they put out too much content. Like, that was a question we had. And for me, it's like, I love the fact that they have a lot of content because it gives context to stuff. But I think because they focus too much on the Disney shows that the movies are lacking. Yes, I agree. 100%. So it's like they have to find that happy balance. And I don't think it's going to come soon unless now because they trimmed the fat. Like they got rid of a lot of people and replaced people and put other people back where they're supposed to be. So I'm curious to see moving forward. Like even the Ant-Man movie, they said that the ending, like the end, the end scene, the last scene when he goes back into like the loop or whatever, they said that that was the last minute decision. Yeah. Like they filmed that a week before the release of the video. I mean, the movie or something or two weeks before. Yeah. They, they, they were supposed to get stuck in there in the quantum world. Yeah. Uh, Man and uh, Wasp. Yeah. Yeah. And he came out. So, and then they had the, the Loki cut scene, which also wasn't planned. So I'm just like excited. Like, I cannot wait till Loki season. So I'm more excited about the season of Loki than I am about the movie. So I want it to build up. Like, I want them to take their time with the, with the Loki season. And then the other shows are like branched off of that. And then we come back to a movie where it all goes down. Like, I want a cliffhanger, and then the movie comes out, and you're like, oh, what? So we'll see what happens. Go ahead, cuz. Oh, you, you, you knew I wanted to come back in. Um, <laughs> I agree with what Chloe's saying, right? Like, like I, think, I think Chloe brings up some really good, some really good points, um, specifically about Loki, right? Um... I feel like the Loki show was the best thing that Marvel is, has given us. Although those first three shows, save for the last episode of Black Captain America, were were really, really, really strong uh, series, right? Um, however, I kind of disagree with one thing that Chloe is saying, which is the big buildup, right? Um, and, and, and I disagree with it again, because of what Marvel is telling us, right? Like it feels like these phases are getting shorter and shorter. And I understand why it feels like that. It's because they're putting more and more content in. So we don't have a lot of time in between where we're just waiting for something. Right. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like they're not developing the stories that they're telling as as much as it feels like it's a race to the finish line mm-hmm. and i'll point out some things that we don't have that back when you know i'm i'm an i'm an original mcu viewer like uh uh you know it's like a bc ad kind of thing like before black panther after black panther or uh-huh. for, for, <laughs> us, for us melanated people right like 
when I first saw Iron Man and, you know, those first three movies, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, and they started to outline a little bit of the plan, it, the first thing I thought was, damn, I wonder how an X-Man movie would be with them, right? Now, as a young comic book fan, X-Men was my shit, right? As an older comic book fan, I realized that X-Men doesn't really have a lot of decent stories, right? Mm. And their most famous <clears throat> stories are really, really convoluted, right? So looking at what the MCU, how the MCU started, it was like, yo, I would love to see what they do with the X-Men. Can they make the Phoenix saga make sense, right? Can they make genosha and sentinels make sense right outside of the x-men though we still haven't seen the fantastic four and all of their big bags right we still haven't seen what they could actually do with blade and the more horror you know horrorcore aspects of the marvel universe right they're just now allowing us to see a little bit of the multiverse which is really just them the, you know like the perfect storm for being able to retcon something that wasn't done properly right but it still feels like for us to get the secret wars we have to account for all of these properties that they haven't done yet and secret wars is going to come in phase six which at this point feels like it might happen five. oh secret war is supposed to be in phase five so right for shit sure, we're what two years away from Secret Wars? Yeah, at least Secret Secret Wars is supposed to give us everything. But see, I think they right? hold I think they're holding that for a reason. Let me let me take you back real quick. Um because I, I, I do I, I kinda agree with Jay, uh with Chloe disagree with Chloe because I feel like like well I get what I get your point, but it's like we had Eternals. We had um, uh, and how that movie ended, and then we got like um, all these different shows. Mm -hmm. She Hulk, Miss Marvel. It's like I don't feel like there's no buildup from those to what we're seeing now. So it's kind of like we're just watching these projects. Like Eternals ended with half of them split up, and they're chasing after the um, the Celestials. It has nothing to do with Kang. You know what I mean? But that's like a whole different story. Like, oh, well, y'all ever watch a movie where it's just random stuff happening, and then at the end, everything comes back? Like, Marvel ain't stupid. Dis and they're with Disney right now. So I think that's the whole point is to throw you off. Like, why are all these things, random things happening? Because they're going to put... Gotta, they got their own story to finish, the Eternals. That's not even... That's like halfway No, done. but listen, Mike, I think that it's going to tie in. Like, how I, I, I'm just a fan of Disney, and I've been a... I don't know much about Marvel. Like, I wasn't a hardcore Marvel person growing up, but I was a hardcore Disney, and Disney knows what they're doing. There's a science behind everything. And I want to ask you about that. So, uh -huh. generally speaking, right, forget Disney and Marvel. Mm -hmm. Are you okay if, like, um, you know... The journey there is subpar, but once you get there, it's, it's great. Yes, because it's like it's it's going to make I think it's going to be genius. It's like you ever watch someone paint a painting and you're like, yeah. what is this painting going to be? They're just throwing things on there. They're, it, like, And then at the end, you're like, oh, shoot, that's Tupac. And it's like, but I didn't understand. It looked like a dog at one point. It looked like a cloud. It looked like and I think that they're doing that for a reason because it's a bigger. They have to make everything last. 
Like I don't I think that it feels like it's sped up because they had to adjust to the uh the capability of putting out products so quick. So now they're like, oh wait, we have technology to do this. Now we gotta make it make sense. So we're gonna slow things down a little bit. We're gonna change the little things around and then we're gonna focus on the bigger picture, which is this. Like I really have a fan. Maybe that's just my my faith in Disney, but because Disney does not fail. Like they don't play games. So maybe it's my faith in them that they're going to connect all the dots and you're going to be like, whoa. WTF. I mean, they, I mean, they do fail. But I think, when have uh, they also, failed? What, like, what do you mean fail? Like a one project fail? I think the entire second Star Wars sequel trilogy was trash. I mean, they failed that. They failed us on that. But that was Disney. Well, my I mean. Save for, for, for the last half of... Uh, the last, what is it, part six or part three? Say for the last half of that movie, no, Mike, you're absolutely right. The whole fucking thing you can throw in the garbage. I, I agree 100%. I don't know what Josh is on. I know you're a Star Wars fan like me, but uh, that's, that's how I feel. So. But, they're, but, they're, but they I, picked I, up I, the I, ball with the Mandalorian. Like, now I like Star Wars. That's a TV show, though. Like, Star Wars needs, okay, wrong topic, but Star Wars needs movies. Like, Listen, movie you know, and TV world is, is, is now... It's the same. It ain't no different now, Mike. In 2023, in my opinion, I think that there, you know, certain things will be on a bigger screen, but that's going to be the only difference between quality because the technology is cheaper. It's not like before in the 90s where it's like, oh, my God, we need $100 million for this one film. And if we can't have nothing for another five years, like. Allow me to cut in. Sorry, go ahead. Chloe, you're, Chloe, you're not wrong, right? You're not wrong with with any of what you're saying, right? Not only because it's your opinion, but you like enthusiastically, you're not wrong. But I don't. I'm not sure if you're hearing what. I'm not sure if I'm saying it correctly, and 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 I can I can bring this together for me and Big Mike, right? Okay. Which is the first three phases of the MCU there were no narrative hiccups Mm -hmm. right and since Infinity War we've gotten nothing but narrative hiccups are they narrative hiccups like a Starbucks cup being left on set no, right? <laughs> but but us Marvel fans, us MCU fans expect flawlessness, right? Mm-hmm. Like if 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 you look at the first Black Panther, right? Just not even the first Black Panther. You just look at the introduction of the Black Panther again. Oh, oh, that's, that's better than the first Black Panther. You said what, Mike? I mean, I'm sorry, I ain't gonna cut you off. I mean, I said that's great. To me, I like Black Panther better in Civil War than I do in Black Panther, but that's just me. No, no, but just the introduction of that character into the MCU. Yeah, it was dope. You gotta understand, like, 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 this was a shitty character in the 80s. Oh, Black Panther? Shitty character in the 90s. Yeah, absolutely, Chloe. Absolutely. Like, like they did not know how to write an interesting story for this character until Ryan Coogler, mm. right? Like until I mean, Ryan Coogler 
lined it up for him. Go ahead, Mike. You correct me if I'm wrong. No, no, oh, I, oh. I agree with you. No, oh, okay. I, I agree with you, Jay. But to be fair, same thing for um, um, Cap, Iron Man, and, and Thor. Like, they weren't popular. They were popping in the 90s and 80s. No, no, like no, that. no, no. No, but if you were a hardcore comic book guy, Cap, Iron Man, and Thor were the books that you liked. Outside of that, right? Outside of that, even if they weren't popular, they at least had different stories. Right, bro, well, I mean, like decent, decent stories. Nobody, 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 like, like that's a testament to the brilliance of their of of the narrative that they wrote, right? They took three of the corniest characters in the history of comic books, yeah, and made and made them bigger than the two most iconic characters in the history of American literature, that being Superman and Batman, over their respective runs. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Over their respective runs. So if you look back to where they introduce Black Panther, they introduce him in a cool way. Mm-hmm. They tell a decent fucking story. When you get to that first Black, that first Black Panther movie is everything. Mm-hmm. That first Black Panther movie is everything because there's no narrative hookups. Every hiccups, everything makes sense. Everything makes sense socially. Everything makes sense thematically. Everything makes sense from a storyline kind of you know position. Even the way that they work in um, Michael B. Jordan's character, right? Mm-hmm. And then you look at the second Black Panther, <laughs> and you realize, <laughs> and you and you and you realize that once you remove the obvious emotional component to everything, right? It was trash. That oh shit, these niggas gave us swimming Mexicans. <laughs> it wasn't about That's Black facts. Panther. The movie was not about Black Panther. That was the Namor movie. That was the Namor movie. They were Aztecian um, swimmers. Bro, bro, number one, I'm not even going to say whether they exist or not. I'm just going to point out the obvious that none of us give a fuck. <laughs> well, I, I would right? say a certain demographic probably does. I wish that they ha- he had his own movie. He should have had his own movie. That was he, he, but, like, he but, appropriated but, but, but. the Black Panther movie. Because, to be completely honest with you, right, to be completely honest with you, that demographic just got El Canto. What's El Canto? Encanto. Oh, Encanto. But they also had America Chavez. It was, it's like, you know, that's fine. They have, they have that. But I just, I don't, I don't have a problem with Namor. I just got a problem that the movie was titled Black Panther. You know what it is? They're naming these movies wrong. They're misleading. Like multi uh Doctor Strange in the multiverse was not about Doctor Strange. It was about no. Wanda. It should have been called WandaVision. Um Ant Man and the Wasp should have just been called Ant Man versus Kang or something. Uh what, what's another one? Black Panther should have just been called Namor. Like, and it's it's really misleading, and that's the part that's throwing me off. Like, even the I Eternals, mean- they I don't know how that fit into everything, but I'm I'm also very confused with that. 
But I'm just going to say I'm just waiting. I, I, I hear you, Flo. <laughs> I'm just waiting. But the, amount, but the amount of shit that they got to introduce. Like, yo, where the fuck are the Fantastic Four? They dead now in, in, uh, in the universe. Different so. multiverse. <laughs> They got no, this. I think, I think we're going to announce the cast to that soon. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four is going to be the one trying to save them. I think honestly. Um, I mean, do you do you realize just how big a deal? To, I mean, no, I you, don't. If you if you're not a First family fan, fan, like those are their original. That's their original. That was their second hit. Spider Man was their first massive hit, right? The Fantastic Four is their second hit. Like, that's their second one where it's like, oh, shit, we lined it up. Right? I'm reading the comment. I'm sorry. He always says it's Tyler Perry-esque, but it's not. Fantastic Four is a big deal, and we're about to get a Secret Wars in about two, two and a half years, and we have nothing that even hints that the Fantastic Four are anywhere near being introduced in this in this universe i, I think say this. I, I don't know if you're on the um i don't know if you're on the topic josh but i'm just gonna say this about um about the marvel thing i, I was saying the thing like what, kind of what jay's saying though but but you know if you look at the first three phases to me it just was like this feeling when you left the theater mm-hmm. between those first few movies the version of avengers um civil war then the infinity war it just felt different now it's like i saw a movie okay you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have that same type of. It's like you cite as you leave there's other movies back in the uh, back then. I say back in the day, like it was a long time ago, but you know, some years back. Now it's just like another comic book. Kind of like what he said, like you know, Marvel fatigue or something like that. Yeah, it's like another. Like I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not excited. Ant Man was like anticlimactic to me. I'm like, okay, um, the damn Modoc was ridiculous, and uh, mm-hmm. it's like took me out of chill, the film. Chill, 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 chill. Wait, kind of fucked with Modoc. Really? I, I fuck with Modoc, but not this Modoc though. And it's not even no, the original no, no, story. No. I, I I fuck with all forms of Modoc. <laughs> and and here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's no way that you can make Modoc make sense, right? Like if you stick to the original comic book origin of everything, he absolutely doesn't make sense, right? Right. The way that, the way that they used him. I think everybody felt like it would be like a red skull on the mountaintop, right? And it's not that. It's it's it's, it's fucking Modoc. You know what I'm saying? It's a giant head, little arms, little legs, fucking killing machine. I don't know. I'll be 40 in May, so maybe it has something to do with, you know, three plus decades of reading fantasy fiction that this shit just makes sense to me. I'll give you that, right? But, you know, I, 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 I think, I think, we doing too much attacking Modoc. You follow what I'm saying? Like, 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 you know, we're doing too much attacking Modoc. My problem with Modoc in the movie, go back to that man, Quantumania, was that like I know Marvel can be jokey, jokey, but first of all, the jokes didn't hit Modoc. No, that's not they before. didn't. <laughs> they <laughs> hit. They were like the wrong times. They did not hit. Like she randomly called him the D word. Out of nowhere. Like what? Right? It, that was weird. I, I didn't like that part in the movie. I was like, they just put that in there just to put it in there. Like, what? Well, it was corny. I, and I'm I'm goofy. Like, I like to laugh at goofy stuff, and that just was stupid to me. I'm like, and that was the reason for his face turn. Like, he went from heel to face because she was like, "Stop being a dick." 
what the hell? Like that's that was the reason for his face turn. Like you gotta be kidding me. Nah, I'm really gonna play. So But I agree with y'all, like it's not hitting it's not it's not giving what it was supposed to give, but I think that's because they had to it's like transition period for Marvel slash Disney. Like you gotta remember we just came out of a pandemic. So a lot of stuff has gone down. Like and when these movies were being filmed and stuff and like storyboarding and all the other details that go into these movies it's kind of like i'm not surprised that they're not doing what they were supposed to do while they're not giving what they were supposed to game because yo we we always forget that we just came out of like an unprecedented moment in history and it's like people who work at these companies are just regular people with jobs who are dealing with real life stuff not to make any excuses i'm because i'm not but because I agree with y'all, like it's just like, eh, whatever. I'm, I think it's too many projects. You know, last year they had nine, like nine projects between TV and movies. Yeah, I it think is. When you spread yourself so, so so thin, first of all, Kevin Feige is only one man, right? They only oversee, but so much. He was on so, every credit when he could be on. But he he can't really put as much no. time into each project as he, he used can't. to. He so can't. I think there's too many projects. Too. I agree, so. a thousand percent. And and this is the product of what we're getting. So what I think is, I think that they're cutting the fat, they're trimming the fat, and we're going. It's going to get back to where we needed to be at. Because if not, they're going to lose money, and all they care about is the bottom line. Absolutely, and I'm just going to take this time to read out of Tony Stark Jr.'s comments, which are all great. Uh, we'll start. We'll start. Uh, back in the work our way back marvel wants to cater to men comic book fans moms kids and it's just not working for people like us that's fair but they are making money so what else can we say that's point one number two <laughs> modak was dumb as hell the problem is marvel wants to be comedy now absolutely this is why i'm not a real big fan of uh of the as guardians of the galaxy this is what happens when marvel stopped having the hulk mic the lack of Hulk as the, was the death of Marvel. Quote me on it. He's still around. Only X-Men can save Marvel. And to, to Jay's question, to me, what, what says where, where the X-Men fit into that is with the mutant of Kamala Khan and, of course, the multiverse with Kang. So for me, that's, that's where I see it. And we'll, we'll get back into that later. But the, uh, Tony also says, but the Black Panther Part 2 was better than Part 1 as a comic book movie. Part one was the Tyler Perry movie of Marvel. <laughs> it should have been called Black Panther Family, Family Affair. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> it also depends on your age because people younger than me had cartoons with the Black Panther in it. But for me, if you didn't read comic books, then Black Panther wasn't popular at all. Uh, but Captain... Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor was planning in the phase one, two, and three. I definitely agree with that. And Tony agrees that Black Panther was whack when it came to the comics, comics coming out. So for me, I feel like this is a great transition to the, the our next conversation, which is the future of Marvel and the MCU, because I do agree. And I've been saying this for a while, Big Mike and everybody. I've been saying that we were going to have comic book fatigue. Number one, number two, Kevin Feige is being stretched too thin. You, you, you can't, and they're trying to apply his mastery to Star Wars, and they're teetering a little bit. And he, he has to be hands on in, in order for it to work, in my opinion. 
So mm-hmm. the fact that you don't have that recipe, which we had in phase one, two, and three, I feel like you're you're kind of handing it off to the to the new Avengers, pun absolutely intended, and they're not there yet to to carry the audiences. And that that's my that's really my third point. I feel like these new heroes aren't really grasping uh, the the your your diehard comic book fans or your your comic verse, uh, I guess. Uh, type of film type of fan as much as they were before. So until you have, I feel like right now the only, the youngest one that could really carry it would be Tom Holland, of course, as mm-hmm. Peter Parker. But besides that, I, again, I don't, I don't know. And I'm just going to go by what the head of Disney, uh, CEO, Bob Iger, what he said and what his thoughts were. And uh, I'll put it up on the screen for everybody. Bob has questioned the need to keep returning the existing MCU characters rather than introducing new characters. Sequels typically work well for us. Do you need a third or fourth or is it time to turn to other characters? Hmm. So I think that's that's exactly where Mar- the MCU is. They're at an impasse. We You have to go to new characters because all your current characters are getting old. Right. And you don't want to you don't want all of them looking like uh, Mark Hamill. And, and and Mando, right? Because you don't want to have to use that that technology, the de aging technology. So you you kind of do have to transition to to new characters. But if the new characters aren't hitting, what exactly are you going to do? Are you gonna, as Mike said, maybe uh, de invest a little bit from TV and reinvest into into the the films again because that's where the most of the money is. But at the same time, it's a business. And subscribers probably pay more money over time. But that's just me. I can answer your question. Go ahead. Um, and I'm sorry, guys, but I'm going to have to get off the phone in a minute. Um, but to answer your question and, and, and to try to do my best with your multifaceted hating, um, I would say that Marvel, that Marvel's future isn't as bright as you would think narrative wise today but it's a shit ton brighter than dc's <laughs> what could have made what could have made marvel's light shine brighter than ever would be the splitting of their film and television divisions right mm. and and maybe maybe feige takes one and james gunn takes the other right I think that the best thing that they had was James Gunn and Taika Waititi, right? Um, but Taika didn't take the the Thor flop um, like a sport, right? I, I probably haven't seen a worse sport um, in recent movie history, right? Um, but between those two guys, they should have split. They should have split the two divisions. Um, and I don't think that it's too late for them to do it, but I don't know if there's a, a director or, or a show runner that we are aware of that has the talent to just slightly adjust. I don't think they have to put anything back on track. Uh, that would be an overstatement. Um, but it would be a slight adjustment. Um, just because, you know, these properties overall, 
are beginning to lose steam. They're beginning to lose focus. We're beginning to become, you know, exhausted, right? Um, I think that, uh, I think that moving forward, um, if they give us some version of that, we'll be okay. Um, I think that's the only answer I got for you guys. See, I like the multiverse. Like, I think they could still use the characters that they've been had. I want to see, like, a different version of King. Like, in, um, what is it, um, on the TV show? What was it, Multiverse Madness? What was it on the TV show where they had the characters doing different stuff? Moon Knight? No, the ca- the uh, cartoon. The What If. Oh, yeah, What If. I love, well, I didn't like the storylines they had for those characters, but I would, I'm excited for the multiverse because they can bring back characters that we know. And make us fall in love with a whole nother version of them. Right. I, I'm saying that's all they got. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Like, I'm so okay with that. Like, I'm me, so um, okay with that. Let me ask you a question. Just for, I answered my question about Marvel. How, how much do you blame Feige from a business sense to not having somebody already? A uh, contingency uh, plan. Absolutely. And maybe to my cousin's point, to Jay's point, maybe it was James Gunn. But... He wanted to have his own team. He he wanted to do a Kyrie. I'm gonna go run my own shit, and I and I respect I, that. I, I I don't think that's what happened with James Gunn. I think James Gunn didn't appreciate the way that he was left out the left out the dry. Yeah, he fired and first. That, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 fired him. All right. And the entire Guardians of the Galaxy staff, not just the actors, but the entire staff, right? They all laid down on their wages mm-hmm. until he came back, right? But at which point he came back, he had already put in motion the best shit that DC has had since Christopher Nolan, mm-hmm. right? And and, and 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 if I'm being completely honest with you, I know my cuz might uh, spontaneously combust once he hears this statement, but dare I say that James Gunn and and what he put his fingerprints on. He did a better job than Christopher Nolan did. Nah, hell no. Yeah. Uh, on on what specifically? Out of, out of curiosity. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. The grittiness, the grittiness of Batman has existed in the comic books since the Night of Owl, either the Night or the Court of Owl storyline, right? Mm-hmm. That grittiness has existed. The, the the humanizing of these characters, really has existed right you don't know who the fuck the suicide squad is right the best thing that they had as a representation of the suicide squad was the cartoon and that that's the one that really got the ball rolling for them and the suicide squad they attempted to do the suicide squad before and it was the shittiest thing in the world just imagine how dope james gunn has to be that a major movie studio who had already invested the better part of a quarter billion dollars into the launching of a new product once that product flops this nigga walks in less than three less than five years later says i want that i can make it better and they green light another hundred million dollar budget for the shit to end up going straight to the fucking streaming service 
and then the shit completely reinvigorates or brings renewed interest into a crumbling fucking empire that they had. Do you can you imagine how dope this nigga James Gunn has to be to get all of that off? A lot of leverage, absolutely. I mean, the gun now, is dope, but. It ain't, it ain't Dark Knight, bro. I'm sorry to tell you, like, bro, I'm not comparing the, I'm not comparing the finished products, right? I'm not at right. all comparing the finished products, but at least with the Dark Knight, by the time you got to the Dark Knight, you knew exactly what you were going to get. This man took the the most out there property that they had and made yeah. that shit dope. And you think about took, it though. If you think about it, he did the same thing with the Guardians. Nobody knows what the, fuck the Guardians were for James Gunn. Got him. Exactly, exactly, yeah. right. Then he then he took the most laughable character, or, or or one of the top three most laughable characters in the history of comic books, and made one of the dopest fucking shows. Oh, to I love that show. Last year, I love Peacemaker. It's so good, bro, 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 bro. I, like I said, I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but. There's a reason why James Gunn got the job offer and accepted the job. And there's a, and there's a reason why Christopher Nolan has kind of moonwalked back from, from superhero narratives, at least, and started putting out corny fucking movies. <laughs> by, by the way, because uh, side sidebar, do you think Christopher Nolan would make a great James Bond film? Because supposedly he wants to direct at least three. Mm-hmm. Yo, I do. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises are not good barometers for how dope. Cliffhanger. Cuz, <laughs> <laughs> come back to come back to Earth. You're you're. Uh... I'll answer my question about Marvel. Why are you coming back? Um. So. Uh, Something said earlier I disagree with. I think X-Men has tons of stories. And I think once that drops after the Kang Dynasty, they're going to spend lots of time on different X-Men movies and shows. If you watch that 90s cartoon, that shit ran for like 100 episodes, bro. It was so many different interweaving storylines. It's like a, a, a soap opera or some shit like that. So and, and didn't they say they were going to base it off of that specific uh, storyline right. too? The nineties, right. right? And that's why they don't and that's why they're doing a cartoon bringing it back with X-Men ninety seven to start right from when the last cartoon ended. Like I suggest you and Claude if you've seen it or not, but go back and watch that nineties cartoon. Like that's great. It's on Disney Plus, right? It's on Disney Plus. All all hundred episodes on on it right now. Okay. It is, yeah, it's on it Disney Plus. So, it is so good. He knows it. Jay knows it. So um and then I think Fantastic Four, you know, when it finally comes can also help save them. But anything in between I, I don't know, bro. Like I'm, I'm rooting for Guardians. I think I think the Marvel's gonna be trash. Um, I think the. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I do. Like I really do. I think that. Um, I mean, I'm rooting for uh, Shorty, um, the Black Shorty. Uh, Riri Williams. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Shuri? The Marvel. No, Tatiana. Uh, what's her name? Uh, um, uh, Spectrum. The one, the one who was in a, uh, the one who was in a uh, Division. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm with her in the Marvels, stuff like that. You know, Asiana Paris, her, 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 her real name is. Um, and then... Um, Janelle know, Monae see, as Storm. <laughs> Blade, we got to see how they can do as far as, like, the R-rated for Disney or, or, or make R-rated or not. I think... Um, what's his name? Uh, 
uh, the Merc with the mask, uh, the Deadpool. Deadpool got an audience, so it's going to do well because Deadpool has its own audience already from Fox. But you know, Deadpool movies, like Part Two, was it great? No, but he got an audience, so you know he go ahead and, and people like Ryan Reynolds, you know, stuff like that. So they're here for that reason, but. Even with that said, I think I'm not going to really have that great feeling until we get to that Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars and then moving forward with the X-Men and the Fantastic Four stories. Um, I feel like Riri, we'll get to Riri later on, but <laughs> I was like that. But as far as um, Marvel, yeah, they got to cut down the projects, do like, take it, take it down like four a year, two movies, two TV shows. That's it. And then put your time into that stuff. And I feel like then you can kind of make better products. And I feel like that just get better writers. It'd be, to me, it'd be the script sometimes, honestly. Not even just like the, I don't know, I think the writing has been bad lately for Marvel. You know, a lot of Listen. Ways, so. <laughs> so for me, that, 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 that's what I would say about the state of Marvel. I don't think, I mean, Ant-Man, low-key, low Ant-Man kind of is like, um, uh, rock bottom <laughs> because it's like it ain't making no money <laughs> like mm. like like it's getting beat out in like a third week by like cocaine bear or like just random movies and shit like that like it's not like making great money so I feel like it's like um it might be rock bottom I feel like Guardians gonna bring it back up um but I do feel like that um you know they're, they're taking a step back like like uh what's his name Bob Iger and um yep. and Feige are saying it is best path forward. I think mean, they should scrap the whole Young Avengers because nobody's gonna watch that shit. Okay, and just and just keep those Young Avengers within the movies. Then don't give them their own movie. And and that's not gonna be a box office darling at all. I think um, that uh, you know just because like okay, Miss Marvel was the worst shit I've ever seen on TV. Almost like, that was the worst. <laughs> it was bad. Oh my god, it was so bad. It just like drove me nuts, and it never got. Good, and it's, I can name fifteen things wrong with that show off the top of my head. But I, I like that they gotta just, like I said, just 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 streamline, do less projects, and focus more on the ones you're doing. And, and that's in any business sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't wear too many hats. It's just it is what it is. I think in addition to hats, I think it's mostly they're trying to appease every single demographic in the world. That too, that cloak. That too, I agree with that. And it's like, really, like, like I get it, but really, like, and it's just like, and the thing about it is, when they're appeasing these different demographics, it's no storyline behind it. It's just like they're just plopping people in there that look a certain way or do or have a specific viewpoint, and they're not even expanding upon their character. Right. Like Miss Marvel, for example, did we need the fucking Pakistani wedding on top of the trip to Pakistan that really served no purpose for the narrative of the show? It's like you're trying to like like you said a piece of demographic at that point. And and I think that everyone should I think that Marvel should be a reflection of the world, but it needs to be more intentional. It needs to be more like thought out. Well, yes, less it's more, it's, less it's, it's agendas. It's more, it's more natural to me. Natural. That's yeah. That's what I meant. Intentional, like natural. Yeah, it's less natural. less agendas. Agendas are not natural. They just serve a, a purpose. Having buzzwords or buzz terms, or as as Chloe was saying, being all inclusive, which again we do want to see, but at least make it make sense. As mm-hmm. Mike talked about, give us the quality, not not the quantity. It's always going to be better with the quality, and then that makes your cliffhangers even more powerful that's what made 
Game of Thrones, one of the best shows on TV, because they had powerful cliffhangers and and storylines that you cared about. And that's what Marvel did great in phases one to three. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I feel like that they um they almost treat us like we're stupid. Like they put anything out. Like they go, they're gonna love this. But I'm like, no, we still can listen to the script and watch these shows like this don't make sense bro <laughs> you know what i mean but it's almost like i'm like it got to be in the person there who's ed- who's editing and looking at stuff like yeah this don't make sense but i feel like they treat like we're little kids something like that it's i a, think honestly i think that was bob Chopek's approach i don't think that's bob Iger's approach personally no not at all not at all i don't think it's his approach either but i just feel like that when i see certain things even even i don't know I, like i like no way home was was i think no way home was good was a great was a good to great movie almost great but a lot of that was because of the old spider-man movies spider-man villains and vitamin in the movie and stuff like that but beyond that it's like i haven't seen great movie yet show loki yes loki was great um but a great movie it's been a while since avengers oh you didn't like uh what's it y'all favorite movie the dragon movie the five rings ten rings uh, oh yeah, yeah. Shang Chi was great. Yeah, yeah you okay, forgot about that. Movie. See, that's how I know it wasn't really great. Try. Shang Chi was good. It was great. It was. It was. See, oh, now it's great. Now it's great. <laughs> I, I like Shang Chi, but you know why I like Shang Chi? Let me tell you why a little bit. Because it was something different than what some of the formulaic stuff that Marvel has done, something mm. like that. Like that, that's 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 a lot. While like, but Chung Chi got stupid too with the damn little, uh, the the actor dude Trevor and all that stuff, you know, and and a little bear. So it's a lot. It's like, yo, why are you doing this stuff? Like, you have something quality, just go for it. And, and, and even Josh, like Kamala Khan is not, not a mutant. She's a freaking um, what is she uh in the comic book in the a gen? She's a uh, no no no. She's uh, a uh, what's it called? I know you're talking about a a gen. No, hell no. Daddy made that shit up too. They don't know that gin. <laughs> she a genie. No, 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 no. It's a uh oh, it's a type of oh, what am I thinking about? Oh. Well, it, anyway. It's not a mutant, it's a No. <sighs> Superhero? <laughs> I know Doc is right now. A um, zombie. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh wow. Just the one moment with the hair chick and all the rest and the guy that screams and he was a dude in um and and, and, and uh and 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 Doctor Strange, the one who when he straight when he screams he kills you. Um, Black Bolt and the uh, what are they call anyway. That's not the point. She's that in that group. She's not a mutant. So they're making her a mutant, which which gonna be crazy because like ain't, ain't gonna make a lot of narrative. Sense. Oh, there we so, go. Like, inhuman, know. inhuman. Inhuman. She's inhuman. Yeah, she's inhuman. They got their own thing, their own uh, origin story, their own family, their own royal family, all this type of stuff. So to make her now a mutant. Is is like okay? Why you know what I'm saying? Well, they, didn't, see why they didn't say she was a mutant. They just said she was inhuman. So that was the cliffhanger. What's that? They never said specifically like you are a mutant. No, he they just said, said your it, genes are different. She, they're, they're mutated. He said your genes are mutated. So that could Which mean that a, inhuman as well. They played the X Men song when he said that shit yes. nah, 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 nah. from the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> That might be a that might be a pump fake. Oh, misdirect. Okay, okay, all right. Now I know Chloe didn't know the X Men song because she didn't watch the cartoon for the nineties. I I watched the X Men, but I'm a nineties baby. Okay, okay. Four o'clock every day on Fox Five. I watched the X Men. I like the X Men. 
Everybody oh. like the X-Men, but I just, mm, I don't know. I think that we just going to have to let them do what they're going to do. Like, I, I'm going to watch everything. I'm going to watch everything. I'm hoping to get the feeling that I used to have. I'm hoping Guardians was like, Guardians are my top 10 movies. So yeah, I love hoping Guardians. Guardians 3 does it for me, honestly. So. And But to me, th- this is my acceptance. And I and I've been saying this for a while. I always felt that they they peaked yep. at the end of Endgame. So going forward, I had to lower my expectations, mm. and I did. Also, go- the net. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Josh. Yeah, I was just saying I was lowering my expectations going into Quantum Mania, and after lowering my expectations, let's say giving it a curve, since we have our educator here, that's why I gave it a nine because I lowered my expectations. I understood what they were trying to do mm-hmm. and I see what they're they're going to going forward. They're going to focus on what puts fans in the seats. So like your casual fan, because that's where the most money is, as everyone literally saying. And I agree from Tony in the comments to Jay to Big Mike to Chloe. They're trying to appease everybody. They're, they're using they're casting the wide net as opposed to being a sniper. And that, and but- we're seeing the result. Well, two things. One, are you really appeasing the casual fan? Because like I was arguing with Dave in the other chat, you didn't see this club, but mm-hmm. if you didn't see, if you're not a regular fan and you didn't watch Loki, but now you watch Ant-Man, you're like, who is this dude? Yeah, you're not going to like it. And that's why I, so initially when I left Ant-Man, I gave it like a nine. Me and Josh talked about it in the car, but like after watching videos Cause you know, I do my deep dives on like uh, mm-hmm. shout out to new rock stars and shout out to, uh, uh, Eric. what's Eric Vaughn and the boss. And then there's another one I watched screen crush. Okay. Um, but after watching that, I was like, Oh, okay. Maybe it wasn't a great movie by itself. Because if I didn't watch Loki, I'd be like, who the hell is this guy? Like, <laughs> right. And then it, they didn't really introduce him. And to Jason's point, they didn't introduce him as like this huge, big, bad, like they did with Thanos. But then someone on the, one of the shows made a point. They were like, well, the first time they introduced Thanos, it wasn't really a big deal either. It was like he was at the end clip and he's just sitting there and he says something. So I think that. The next movie is going to be crazy. And you also have to remember, like, Jonathan Majors probably signed a deal for, like, 20 years or something. Because there's so many different versions of Kane. So I feel like they didn't spend that much time introducing him how they how we expected it to. Because there's so many different variants that we're going to get to know. Yeah, I, I, honestly, going into that, watching Quantumania, it reminded me a lot of Moon Knight. And I how, love Moon Knight. And how Jonathan Majors is really going to have to show his range with all mm-hmm. those different Kangs. So I think he, I think he'll be in probably like six or seven projects. I took to your point. Probably ten, um, probably twenty. You see all them Kings in that room? Thousands, <laughs> hundreds of yeah, thousands. Like, ended after the King Dynasty. But I don't X-Men, think but. so. I think I think not. I think that he who remains, where it's going to come full circle. He who remains, I feel like, is the king that got sucked into that little at the in the Ant Man. I think the Ant Man that we, the king that we saw, is the one that is he who remains. Okay. Because he got sucked. They thought he was dead. Like, oh, Ant Man killed him. But then it was like, nah, he didn't kill him. But he got sucked into an even smaller vortex, which was the vortex where it was the infinite possibility realm. So if he's stuck in there, that only makes sense that he's he who remains. Because then he could build the ultimate timeline. 
But there's some more people who are more powerful than Kang that got to still do. So, uh, say that. Wait, say that again. Huh? Say that again. There's some villains, like big villains, you know, big bads that are even more powerful than Kang. They got to do. So I feel like Kang's journey will end at like the Kang Dynasty Mm -hmm. or maybe Secret Wars. I guess. I don't think so. I think that the persons, the people that you're talking about, is going to be like 20 years from now. Okay. Because, well, like, well, if they do all the big bats, like, it's only so many that they can go off of source material. So they got to make this stretch forever. Okay. Well, you got a point. My other thing was, we didn't mention it, and you, you kind of touched on it, Josh, with the new people. But the, the leaders, right, the Cap and Iron Man, that's another problem they got. Who is the, the leader right now, the leader of the pack? Hey, Cap, the, the, the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. He said he don't want – what did he say? I mean, Mackie said something about, like, he can't be it because he don't have powers, so he can't be the leader and stuff like that. But in, in terms of leadership skills, as of right now, he's really the only one who has it. The next one who who got the baton passed to them anyway by way of the glasses, the Stark industry glasses, is Tom Holland, Peter Parker, mm-hmm. Spider Man. Too young to be a leader. Mm-mm. Nah, I mean t- sometimes when you have your younger Avengers, Peter Parker would be the perfect person to go to for mentorship. Cause he he was he was literally there at your age, and he was an Avenger. He was in high school and doing all those things. So all you're right. probably going to listen to him, you know, like Lord of the Flies. You're going to listen to the younger person, probably probably a little bit more. Okay. And he's gonna what be about older you, Cole, you agree too. With that for the next leaders. Uh, I think the next leaders. I mean, what the, what I see them setting up to be is going to be like Miss Mar. I mean, Miss Marvel, right? The older one. Yeah, Miss Marvel, yeah. So Miss Marvel, no, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel yep. who's a badass. She I like her. Captain Marvel, I think they're going to have uh Mackie. I think they're gonna have Spider Man, of course. They're gonna have Ching Chi. They're gonna have uh Which means also Wong and Wong Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange definitely Avenger, but he also has the third eye now, so he's he got a little bit of the dark hold in him. I think Wanda <laughs> She might she might make a, a special appearance. We also have to remember about what's his name, Vision. Oh yeah, the the new Vision. But to to my cousin's point, and how he didn't see Fantastic Four. This is where I see it. You see it with Kang because if he's mm-hmm. a descendant of Reed Richards, right? Mm-hmm. And they also brought up the mutant. Now, agree or disagree? How they did it? This is, I guess, this is a creative license to do it because each universe or multiverse is their own. We're in the was it the six one six? Is the MCU one? So maybe in the in the six one six, this is how mutants emerge, and then you get to have it in there with Reed Richards uh, and and the X Men, and then that's how you incorporate people like Doctor Doom and of course the Fantastic Four. So mm-hmm. I think Fantastic Four, Reed Richards, he's a great leader as well. He's probably one of the smartest beings in the storyline. He, he is the smartest uh, in like the world. But um, so okay, so Kang is Kang. Like Majors is going to be great as the villain, right, throughout the whole thing. But of the people you guys named, are they as? Oh, and the Hulk too. The Hulk is still around. Right. Is she so Hulk? Are they as polarizing as, let's say, Cap and Tony? Like, I, I, oh I, no, I they 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 do not have the gravitas. I know we all love that word. They do not have the on-screen presence as any of those actors or characters. And Black Panther, y'all forgot about Black Panther. And Black Panther. It, it depends what they it depends what they do with that because having Mbaku, Winston Duke as the king of Wakanda, but not the Black Panther, even though he he, he should have he has the physique the physique to do it. Like, why not give him the herb? 
right? But Shuri's going to be the Black Panther for now until the sun grows up. Spoiler well, alert! I, I mean, that, I'm not going to talk about that movie, so yeah. I'll get my thoughts on that in a second. We we'll get to that. I just feel like that. My, my point was, I feel like not having those two and losing them at the same time is a big problem. Not really. And Thor's around. Like it's. Too, I feel like y'all have really been over Thor's Captain. A comedian right now. Let me bro, say. Like, let me say this. Y'all are stuck on Captain America. I don't care about Captain America. I don't care about Tony Stark because his tech is around now. Like. All somebody gotta do is put the suit on. Like, <laughs> no, I mean, no, I, I just, no. I just feel like it, it. I feel like the baton has been passed the way that they passed it, and now maybe Tony Stark comes back in a different multiverse. Maybe we run into him alive. Uh, I mean, that's definitely happening. That's already, that's already in the contract. So um, we already know that. But I just, I'm like, whatever. I just don't like the team Marvels. I think that's a little silly to me. But I would be okay with Miss Marvel. I'd be okay. Oh, we still got um. The uh oh no the archer dude he got into an accident in real life Hawkeye Hawkeye he almost yeah. died he got hit by like a tra- uh a snowblower or something snow. yeah he broke all his fly. bones but he's still alive yeah. so maybe he comes I don't I don't think that I don't know what's gonna happen with that um but it's enough of them it's enough of them to make it go like <laughs> like, right. like I. <laughs> You know what I mean? Y'all didn't really care about those characters until the movies happened. And I think that they're going to use the movies to make us fall in love with people. For instance... They're going to have to. Because right now, they're not hitting no... They're not hitting no... They're not making no numbers. The numbers are... That's all they... The numbers are what matters, right? They're not... They're not... Subtle tickets. That's what it is. What's his name? Mackie? I'm not a fan of him for... You know, I didn't really like that series. Y'all loved it. It was I. I didn't love it. I thought y'all loved it. Y'all didn't like Captain. No, that, was, that was that was that was that was Tony. I don't know about Josh, but I didn't love it. I was a lot. I didn't like about it, honestly. Okay. I, I'm a, I don't like Mackie. Like, like yeah. You know, as a black person, I've seen Mackie, you know, play Tupac and play, you know, and get beat by B Rabbit and run up, you know, mm-hmm. and, and eight mile. Like I can't see him as like this Captain America. Now. I just don't do it for me. I'm sorry. So I wanted someone stronger. Typecast. Strikes again, huh, Miguel? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's just, like, okay, I feel like his movie can work as long as the people around him are dope. Whoever's working with him and the villain, right? So Captain America 4 can work only with that, with that caveat. They need Idris Elba somewhere. Yes. They just need, like, to have, like, a, a great villain and like a great partner for him, or the rock, and maybe maybe, and maybe even a love interest, like a black chick, or something like that. I think that that'll work. Some kind of way. Oh, what about uh, your who you you were talking about from Wandavision? Mm mm. <laughs> she got a pair. Yeah, I, don't, mm-hmm. I like her though. But I don't know. I <laughs> who else you got? It's a Mackie issue, bro. It's, I don't know how to play it. Like, you like I get Mackie? it. I get it. He's I like. I mean, I get, I, I, uh, I get what you're saying. I, I don't mean, like him as captain. I don't, I don't mind. Okay. And and th- but also, but th- this is why I'm giving him that grace because this is what Captain American wanted. He made that choice for us. Yeah. So so, so I, I at least have to from Cap's merit, pun absolutely intended. I at least have to give him a chance. I think yeah, I was. I don't want to watch this movie, bro. I just. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go back to what Close said. Um, I, I get what you're saying about, like, you know, we got to move on. I just don't – I just feel like they need 
okay, well, here's what I want to say. If they're going to do it, they got to give somebody that baton and say, okay, you're the leader, right? I feel mm-hmm. like that's that's Doctor Strange though mm-hmm. by default. It's Doctor Strange because he's he's the, he. Whoever it is, they got to make sure it's the facto. He's the man. Yeah, with the no, it ha- to me, in my opinion, this is why uh, Doctor Strange and the multiverse came first. I feel like he is the de facto when it comes to actually understanding the concept of the multiverse, actually existing in it daily, and being able to you know describe that to everyone else. Mm-hmm. He understands the the magnitude of every decision. Well, we'll see how it's gonna be. I'm watching regardless. So. I just, I just can't wait for um, Tom Hiddleston and Benedict Cumberbatch to have a a scene together because that's where I feel like is really going to tie everything together with Doctor Strange and the uh, variant Loki, so he can give Doctor Strange the context of everything that Loki's seen, and be like, okay, this is this is what we need to do to defeat Listen, King. Loki season two gonna be dope as hell. I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Shit. But to your point, I feel like that is an issue because you're more excited about the next TV show than the next movie. Mm-hmm. I, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Because, I mean, if you think I, about I it. Know, uh, oh, God. Huh? I was seeing it. You, you know what else I'm looking forward to? I mentioned, I'm sorry. Thunderbolts, I, I think I want to see too. Only because I like the team they put together for that. And I like the, um, the Yelena. I, love, I fucking love Yelena. I, love, I like her. And I like um, Florence Pugh, right? Like, yeah, Florence Pugh. And I like the Winter Soldier, of course. And Bucky, that's my guy. So, so like wh- wouldn't player. Bucky be Captain's partner? Mm-hmm. Because oh, they're friends now. I think it's supposed, supposed to be a leader of Thunderbolts, actually, in this movie. So. Oh, okay. What were you about to say, Claude? I was going to say, like, of course we like the shows better because it's, what, 12 hours of content versus two hours? I think that's the problem. I think that because they're able to, like, spread out all this information over, like, 12 hours of content, it makes us more invested than... You can't really tell that story in two hours in a movie. You really can't. And I feel like they're trying to do the same thing, but it's like once they change to that format of TV show and we're used to, like, diving deep into these characters... Because it's 10 hours of content or 12 hours of content. Waste, you just can't waste episodes like Miss Marvel did or like She-Hulk did to me, personally. So. She-Hulk wasn't really... I See, and I look at She-Hulk like they ain't really wasting the episodes because that whole that whole season was a waste. Like, I don't know. Like, I think, I think that was just viewership. Like, you know, just something to watch and giggle at. That was for the people who aren't in typical Marvel demographics. Yeah. The ladies. That was for the ladies, the professional ladies. That that was it. Yeah. That that demographic is yeah. totally sold on her. I think we're expecting every single piece of content to push along the storyline. And I think that's where we're mistaken. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, so sometimes you can't go back where you were. Uh and it just is what it is. I feel like take it for what it take it for what it is right now. So. Absolutely. And as we transition to the next topic. Which is because we never got to talk about it. We we've long awaited close thoughts on yeah. Black Panther two, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. <laughs> is it forever? <laughs> it was forever. It's like nah. Uh, I just I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Like. I don't even know. Okay, so we rewatched it at home. I think I appreciated it more at home than in the movie theaters. Like the second time, my second watch was better than the first watch. The first one, I was 
kind of mad when I left the theater. Like, I was really mad. I was like, what the heck did I just watch? Like, this ain't about Black Panther. And, you know, people get wrapped up in the whole uh, emotional aspect of it, which it was emotional. But, like, if they didn't have that, it would have just been a movie about Namor. Like, it wasn't the Black Panther. I'm like, what do we find out? We find out he has some love child with this woman. They're not even married, which to me is crazy. Okay. And she's hidden the whole movie. And then we were watching Namor. Like, I thought that the Namor part was really dope. Like, I love underwater stuff. Like, I'm obsessed with the ocean. And I thought that the visual graphics were awesome. I think Namor was a really good character. I feel like they dropped the ball because they didn't really go into his love interest with um, with Shuri. And I think that would have made the movie better. I think they dropped the ball. Like, they, the editing sucked. Like, they should have edited other parts to the storyline, which would have made me more invested. Because it was, like, a lot of random stuff happening. Like, mad random stuff. Like, oh, why was she... She went down there to see him. Did they fall in love? Did they not fall in love? Now they're enemies, but then he killed her mom. Like, it just was a lot of stuff happening. <laughs> I was just like... Wait, 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 why were they falling in love? I didn't see them falling in love. They're supposed to have fall. That was the part that was missing that would have made oh. the connection happen. But it was. So apparently they filmed that part and they cut it out. Oh, okay. Which would have made more sense why there was like this like connection between them. Because remember he Undertone. Gave undertone. It was like a, a, a relationship undertone. Romance. Romance. Like they 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 should have expounded upon that story. Like, oh, she's risking all of this because they're in love. But they didn't even touch on that. And then the chick uh from MIT was Riri Williams. Riri was aggy. Like I feel so sorry that I don't yeah. like like her character because yeah. she's a young black actress, but she was irky the whole movie. And then yes. your mom dies saving some outsider. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. It made no sense. Angela Bassett died for some random chick. She actually says she was confused by the writing as well. Yeah. Because what the heck? Why would they kill her off? They should have killed Riri off. Well, she, was, she, she got a show coming. That's why, Riri. It was stupid. <laughs> like, you just made some Iron Man costume, and now all of a sudden you're, like, a part of the gang. Like, and then I'm like, they risking a whole. First of all, okay, the part that I didn't understand was why kill her if the technology is already out there. That, to me, was, like, a plot hole. Misstep. Like, you're going to kill this little girl who made this project, but she didn't actually make it. And, and if you kill her, the, the project plans are still out there. So the technology don't dis disappear. So... I'm sorry, you done, Cliff? Yeah. That's all I got to say right you come, you, you come back, of course. Um, first of all, let me start with the... I thought Ross was useless in this movie. And then yeah. And back because yeah. of the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> he was useless. That's number one. Yeah. And it was like, we got to put a white guy in here. I don't mm -hmm. know. I just made, made no sense to me. Something like that. Um, for, I want to say one thing. Angela Bassett, she did get robbed of the Oscar, though. Like, she mm -hmm. was good in the role. And I saw everything ever all at once. She was better than uh, Jamie Lee in that movie. So, mm -hmm. I love her. I love that movie, too. But she did get robbed. That's number one. Um, but um, she kind of saved the movie to me, Angela Bassett. Besides, mm -hmm. that would have been even worse. Um, it's just like, I do agree with you. Like, it was more of a Namor movie than a Black Panther movie. They would have been better just recasting at this point. 
Um, uh, what you said about um, uh, the uh, what's the girl? The, um, Riri? No, the wife. Uh, not the wife. The girlfriend with the baby. The baby mama. Nik- Nikia. Yeah, Nikia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lupita no, Luongo. Yeah, they made Nikia baby mama. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and stuff like that. And then they said he sent them to Haiti to live because he's worried about somebody breaking into Wakanda. They're going to just leave his child. Like, I don't, I don't see Chitala doing that. I'm sorry. Like, that's just not what I see happening. I feel like he would have been with his child. Like, let me get any sense to me. So, like she said, he sent them there because before he, he died. Because he didn't. Because he didn't want, if anything happened to him, he didn't want him to have to take the burden on becoming a king at such a young age. Right. So, I didn't like that. And apparently, like another version, she had like another husband already, or 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 another boy, or something like that. So I'm like, yeah, that's not that, that's not cool to me either. Um, also, like if she sent them away, like he like they just hide. He ain't tell his mother, his sister. Nobody knows. The, the mother knew. Oh, the mother and sister didn't know. Shuri, right. Shuri, Shuri didn't, know. didn't know, but why wouldn't she know? Right. <laughs> why wouldn't she know she had a nephew at all? Like, stupid. Period. It was stupid. And then, I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you. I, I just thought it's not all that you finish. The movie started off great to me. Because I thought it was going to be about Black Panther versus the colonizers. They start this whole storyline, going to the embassy... I mean, to the United Nations situation, that part was amazing. She's like, yeah, y'all, if y'all come in our land again, it's going to be some problems. And then all of a sudden, the white people off the hook. Yep, that's it. Like, and then now it's Wakanda versus the Spanish, I mean, versus the Aztec people. Like, where where's the white people at all of this? Like, y'all got a common enemy, but y'all fighting with each other. That made no sense to me, but that's historically what they've been able to do. So it's kind of like, I thought the movie, because it's a Black Panther movie, and they want to be woke, why y'all not being all the way woke? I agree. I think um, and, that and, was a problem for me. Yeah. What y'all said about Umbaku, it's like they didn't give us enough of Umbaku. He was in the movie. But it's like, first of all, they had him get chipped by Namor real quick. And then... Right. <laughs> like, he's not a grown man warrior fighter. Like, But Namor does have superpowers. Come on now. But the I other it, chick, but, but it, the but, other chick was actually got, she got down with him a little bit with the, with the spear. They should have let Mbaku at least, like, fight other people first then. Make, make, give, make him look good first. Make him look bad. Like, he jumping in there, ah, boom, he get chipped. That's it. Like, come on, man. I wasn't doing that at all. Um, but then Shuri, who's 110 pounds and never had any training at all, beats him. Now, granted, she had the suit on, but she ain't got no fucking training. How, how does she learn how to do all these stuff? Like, exactly. that bothers me too, man. Well, she's supposed so. to have had training because she's the princess. But I agree. I, I agree. He shouldn't have got chipped that quick. Ain't no way you were Wakandian. Wakandan. Wakandian. Cause they and the other part too, is that <laughs> like for black people, this this is make it like more full circle. For black people, the first Black Panther made us feel great because it's like yo, we got our own. Even though it's a movie fiction, you know, but we got our own country with mm-hmm. this uh, special vibranium nobody that nobody else has. Now it's like everybody got vibranium. You get vibranium. You get vibranium. That's a got vibranium. That's a vibranium. Like Oprah gave it away. Like it's mm-hmm. like ridiculous. Like that made it not as as unique and special if those Mexicans or Aztecs got a whole a whole underwater city full of vibranium now. But like, who don't got vibranium? It's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just 
e- even though it was the the battle of the hidden societies mm. i mean even though that but I, but i think as a black person you like that 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 being special in, in that way mm. um and i also feel like that um uh, I feel like when you scramble to rewrite and recast, but this is what you get. I'm not recast, but scramble to rewrite a whole movie this is what you get. Mm. And I feel like that, you know, Shuri was not the best choice. She only didn't really want it. <laughs> like she ain't it. Like I'm so sorry. Like, and they made her. Did you it. did you notice they made her look mad manly? They did, but yeah. Like she did. looked like a dude now. Like she ain't look like a dude in the first movie. Nah. <laughs> Like, oh, you got to be a dude to be the Black Panther, but you're a woman, so it counts. Like, she can't be any type of feminine. And that's why I'm like, dad, they could at least have her have a love interest. Like, it's like they can't, you, women can't fall in love with men anymore on TV. Like, you no. know, Disney's because, you done. Know, you know, they cut out the whole love part between um, Ayo and um, the other chick who was in the, um, the, uh, the, the other part of the, um, the um, Dora Milaje. The, um, what's her name? Ukoye, um, the chick from no, um, no. Bubblegum. No, no, the new one, the new one who was the, with the blue, with the blue outfit. Uh, oh yeah, that ugly outfit. <laughs> right. Well, they, they it was apparently her, her and Ayo, the other, the other chick, are, are a couple, but they cut that part out. No, and, they talked uh, about it. Movie. They did it at the end. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah, that and that was they had it with Ukoye. Yeah, her. No, not Ukoye. Wait, and did no, Ukoye not... have a husband at one point? Yeah, Ukoye got a husband. So I'm not talking about my Ayo. The other, the other one, other ball one who was in, what was in uh, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier? That's Ao, and she was, um, and she's with the, um, the new chick, the one um, who from the Midnight, what are they called, the Midnight Express, whatever they call, who had the, uh, the blue outfits. The one who wore, who had the thing instead of the spear. Yeah, remember she was in the episode of Falcon Winter Soldier. She's she the one who gave uh, Bucky the, uh, the stuff to give to Sam and stuff like that. She's been in all the movies. She was even in. Um, she was even in a civil war. She's the one who was standing in front of um, Natasha, like like we could do this right now. That's Ao. She's been around the whole time, but she don't get, she don't get as many lines as a Koye though. Mm-hmm. So, well, they're love interests together. They're they're like with each other. Who? A Koye and that chick. No, a Koye got the husband who's in jail. No, um, before she had the husband that was in jail, and at the end of the Black okay, Panther, okay. her and she stay together now. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Because they you. threw that in there, and I was like, "Y'all didn't even get no backstory. Y'all just now of a sudden they together." Like it just, <laughs> I don't know. It was just a lot of plot holes. And then I'm like, when when the Wakandans went to go fight the Namor people, why would you do it in the water? That's a that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And then they were able to come in and <laughs> and mess up Wakanda. Like it just. Uh, and then, did you notice his son had a list? I didn't notice that. <laughs> it was the funniest thing to me because I'm like, when he was talking, I was like, no, they didn't make Mike Tyson his son. And killing, and killing Angela. What's name, Angela? Uh, yeah, Angela oh was God. wrong. It just I was a lot. That. It was a lot. Like I, I, okay. What can I say that was positive? I like the costumes. But I couldn't appreciate them in a movie. I liked them better when I watched it at home. The soundtrack was really good. Um, the visual effects were really nice. All the way from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about it. Like Namor was dope himself, though. He was dope. Yeah, like he was him. dope. He was yeah. dope. What about you, Josh? You ain't said much about the movie. What you, what you thought? Oh, yeah. So for me, I, again, because I, I managed my expectations, 
So because I knew what time it was in the MCU, aka the MCU, I un- <laughs> I understood what time it was. So for me, I gave it a, I gave it a nine because I lowered my expectations. Our, we already knew Shuri was going to be Black Panther, even though I vehemently disagree, and you were correct. Killmonger was a Force ghost in <laughs> the ancestral plane, but again, that was a, again a stupid idea. However. It gives me hope because of the multiverse that we'll see Killmonger and Kang either on adventures together or battling each other in the future. So I'm okay with that. But besides that, I was surprised how much was focused on Namor, Namor. So I, I thought that was interesting because to close point this whole, whole time, it wasn't a Black Panther 2 movie. It reminded me of uh, like Mando and Boba Fett. And Boba Fett, uh, you know, and, and and you know, it's just a, a total crossover, and it seems like that's that's like a go-to move, like a like a like a skyhook at Disney right now. Like every, everyone's doing that. Everyone's oh, even though this is this is the headline, you can come in here and get all the show. Like it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. However, episode three, if you think about it, but we'll talk about that another time. Exactly, and that's exactly exactly how that was. So. For me, I I still got to give it to Ryan Coogler because the fact that you have to rewrite everything and to make it financially viable, because it is Disney at the end of the day. This is your professional relationship at the end of the day. So even though you he had to make some decisions that didn't make us happy as a whole, he made some decisions that would garner the most profit based upon what he had. So that that's why I admire it and, and, and from that lens. I think moving forward, first of all, I'm, I'm always going to be mad we never got T'Challa, like as an actual Avenger, because that bothers me. Because I like I like him as in the Avengers, life mansion, whatever you want to call it. But I think now that um, oh boy, kind of fell off a little bit. Uh, Denzel's son, mm-hmm. John David Washington, he not as hot as he was. They should offer him the role to play uh, T'Challa moving forward. They're, they're, they're recast. It's not like multiverse or whatever. Wait, 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 wait! I thought you said they shouldn't recast. They shouldn't. I said. You said. That's what you said previously. Yeah, back when yeah, we had the conversation. Yeah, yeah. So wait, 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 wait! Ho, 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 ho! Are Are you saying you you're coming over to this side that it should be recast now? I, I see. I, I do. I think it's a recast. Now. Wow! Look! Look at that. Mm-hmm. I, I have to watch it with kind of forever. <laughs> so you, you you gonna make all of all of my points that I made against me? <laughs> really, Mike? Oh yeah. So yeah, you need you need to play you need a character like that to do all this and. <laughs> They need T'Challa, man. They need T'Challa. Exactly what I said. T'Challa could have been. That leader we were talking about earlier, the child been leader. Easily. Easily. Yeah. So it's like, if Shuri can't, I'm sorry. I wouldn't buy it. So, But the, the, <laughs> what I was excited about with Shuri and, and also Riri Williams, to be fair, was the fact that you were going to have another incredible intellect in the MCU now that Tony Stark is no longer here. They were going to care. I don't know. intellect, though. I think she's, I don't know. She's written wrong for me or something like that. So. Who, Riri? I mean, maybe, maybe, I might, maybe I might wear her show, maybe. And if they give her more time to expand. But right now, I ain't really, oh, she's, let's go. Woo, shut up. Like, she gets on my nerves. It's really weird. Yeah, she, so. she was, I think, I think she just wasn't in, she should have been 
in a different movie. They should have, I feel like they should have introduced Riri in a Disney Plus series. And then, I feel like they should just introduce everybody on Disney Plus. Like, don't just introduce me as some new character in the movie. Because I'm like, who the heck is this? Well, to be to be fair, they could do that. And they've done that with Kang. So other people who haven't seen the show, they still, they're still going to get that impact. But I, but I want because I invest my time and watch Disney Plus and pay that <laughs> subscription. You need to introduce me to her at some point. She need to walk across the st- the screen. She could have been in the hallway at the same high school or something like anything. Like don't just have some random person. That's like America Chavez. I'm like, who the heck is this? Like who is oh, this? About her. God. Yeah, that's See, the now, second person. So many characters now, it's crazy. That's the second person they introduced in a movie, and I'm like, who is this? Like, who are you, and why are you here? <laughs> that's how I felt. I literally felt like that now, and I'm like, you y'all got all this content on Disney Plus, and y'all didn't even show us them. That's that's doesn't make sense to me. Now that part I was disappointed in. Yeah, you know, I mean, I like Ryan. I want to see Ryan. Um, do some stuff outside of the um, MCU now. I mean, I can see him getting Secret Wars. Mm. I think he'll do a good job on that. But I don't want to see him just more stuff outside of the MCU right now. So. And going forward, how do you guys think the Black Panther franchise will do? Mm-hmm. It's hard, right? Because if, if Shuri had to go through this whole movie, right, and this whole um, um, this whole mental... Um, gymnastics to even take the mantle and take the herb and what it meant and how it felt. Can you now take it from her after one movie? You kind of let her have it because she still had to get it and her mom died and yada yada yada. So, but you, but if you let her have it, I don't think like like knowingly now like we know for sure, sure the Black Panther. Are we gonna go pay to see her be the Black Panther like a lot? Like I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna watch it, but I mean, I don't know how to do with her knowingly being the Black Panther. Well, again, to get. Disney's demographic that they want. Let's just say for the sake, it's black women, right? Will they come out in droves to support Shuri, especially modern black women, be uh to be Black Panther? I, and to have someone like Winston Duke to be her essentially her queen, <laughs> but as a king, you know? What'd you think? You're you're modern black woman club, which would you think that's question um i didn't even feel like they were women in that movie like it just was very masculine like i mean there was a whole bunch of women there playing masculine roles and that was something i had talked about with josh like it just seemed like we can't even have fictional black men that are like powerful like even in the fantasy world it's still run by women like no. And then and it's not just women who are feminine. Like this whole feminist movement, it's like you can't even be a girly feminine. Like it's like a ostracization. Is that the right word? You get ostracized if you're a feminine woman in that space. So it's like if it's going to be all women, it needs to be like a balance of different type of women. All women are not. Yeah, we could fight these men. We could do this and we could do that. Especially black women. Like, come on. I'm over that narrative. Yeah, she's right, though, right? Because if you look at even, even like Thor, they made Tessa Thompson like a like manly as hell. As exactly. Like, the <laughs> like, where's the feminine black woman at? And then and then you had um the one, what's her name? The baby mother. Nakia. Like, Nakia, why y'all Nakia. made her a baby mother? Like, y'all, 
Because we black, right? We got to have baby mothers. We don't get married, even though they have tradition and everything else in Wakanda. Like, what? <laughs> WTF. And and it's okay. That's fine. That he yeah. just knocked her up and then died. And, he, and no, she has no, a no, secret no, no, child. They knocked her up, sent her off, and then he died. And then died. <laughs> like, y'all got tradition in Wakanda. Like, it's not like some random situation i mean i i I didn't particularly care for the movie like i love black panther because it shows you how strong and how proud our men are the original one and then this second one it was like the absence of men and it's all point josh women 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 on screen if you look at even jane right jane was all muscles and shit and uh thor like they they make them more masculine than feminine when when they do give give them um those prominent roles stuff like that so and if you look at Tessa Thompson from Kim Valkyrie to like now how she is in Creed, she's like more way more feminine. I know you guys didn't see Creed, but mm. but then in King Valkyrie, she's like a dude basically, like you know what I mean? Almost. So yeah. it's like a weird uh uh thing that they, they, and they then the that. I don't know if it's like And then the woman that they do have that has a little bit of femininity, like uh Angel I mean what's it? Angelina Jolie. She was feminine oh. in that movie. Oh yeah, Eternals, yeah. In yeah, Eternals. Yeah. And it's like because she's not black, like <laughs> Even Riri, like Riri was mad manly, and she like asked her out on a date at the end. Yeah, like basically. And even in, even in Captain Marvel, her um her friend, the black chick, you know, the one who played 007, she was kind of a little manly too, actually. Like, and the chick, the new chick that you talking about, Tessa, whatever is her name, Tessa, the chick in Marvel, um, in uh. Invasion Wars, Secret Invasion Wars, and was in uh, Wanda, the black chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 Tiana, Tiana Paris. Yeah. She seems. Uh, and 007? Yeah, yeah, masculine. Yeah. Like, yeah, we don't yeah, have yeah. any pretty, you know, I'm pretty and I can fight. Like, ain't no way you're going to have Scarlett Johansson jumping out of planes and stuff, and she looks like a woman, but you can't have a black woman doing that. She got to have a bald head. It's just <laughs> It just don't make no sense to me. Like it, we're supposed to be we're supposed to be happy about it. Like, nah, I ain't happy about it. Marvel. Get Marvel. your life. Have more people on your diversity board who are not just strong black women, okay? What about black women with husbands or black homemakers or black women who are models, maybe? Like, get your life. Talking about all this diversity stuff, but y'all not hitting all the quadrants. So I just that's my rant and then the only black woman they got on there that's feminine is in her law office twerking oh yeah oh, Meg the Stallion so we're going to hit all the stereotypes today on Marvel but to be fair that is the history of Disney Disney is infamous for having caricature characters and i'll have something that i actually sent to the comic cinema crew chat that we have in whatsapp because dave and shout out to dave couldn't understand why someone like chloe wouldn't like black panther too and because chloe didn't say this and thank you chloe for sharing your thoughts because chloe's been bottling this up for a while so i appreciate you articulating that (laughs) that brilliantly but this is the video that i sent to dave to 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 kind of summarize it so i just left seeing wakanda forever and i am i'm pissed 
I am pissed because if pushing an agenda was a movie, this would be in the forefront of that. This was Woman King on steroids. If you think that I'm going to believe a 100-pound black woman soaking wet is just an almighty warrior and can just body dudes like it's no tomorrow, come on. Like, instead of Wakanda, it should have been called Where Are The Men? Because they was not there, they were not present, and the ones that was there was weak. But all the women that was in the movie was just brolic, built, strong Hercules. What is this saying to us? Perpetuating the idea of a strong black woman and a subservient black effeminate man. I just think it's disgusting. I'm completely upset by the movie. And, um, man, if this Kyrie Irving didn't teach me anything, it's when you put your life career in the hands of other people that don't look like you, then they can make you do whatever they want you to do. And this movie does not represent what African culture is. It doesn't represent what our culture needs to be. So, now nah, I'm good on Wakanda. We're all the men. We're all the men. <laughs> mm. I agree. I told you. Baku got chipped. He was looking weak. Um, I don't know who was looking. No black man was looking tough in that movie to me. Because there were no black men in the movie. <laughs> right. That's true. Like yeah. where were they? I would, and I told my mother that too. She see, it, I was like, it was stupid. Like I think it, it just was. I mean, to go from the first Black Panther movie to this is just insulting. Yeah, and if you look at um, and then don't um, and Baku got a whole tribe of dudes. Where the hell they was at? Like exactly <laughs> my point. He's the strongest. He's the alpha male out of all the men in Wakanda. Who's he's big enough to be king? But you can't defend your nation. The women have to defend the nation. Like I mean, he was part of the battle at the final scene of the first one. Barely. No, oh, you no, mean no, the first no, no. one? I was like, this one, shoot. This one, this the first one. He was he his him and his tribe. Well, they were there. Yeah, they wasn't. They, they, they was here this time. Anymore. That too, exactly. Yeah. And they yeah, survived. <laughs> a a yeah. lot of them survived. So you know, it's like the Spartans yeah. of Wakanda. And she, you know, she mentioned the movie Woman King. Woman King was a good movie, but it was Mm-mm. the same thing. I a disagree. King also has who, also has that character in there from uh, 007. Yeah. It does. It was also manly in that too. <laughs> like that. You know, Lashana Lynch, her real name is. Absolutely. But also manly in that too. And it's a dude king, but the woman do all the work. He don't do nothing. It's just like that. He's weak and they fight for him. Same type of shit. Shout out to John Boyega. He might yeah. he might be yeah. the original Black Panther. I would I would love to see that as a Disney Plus series. I mean it was he's he's dope actor, but it's like it's the same thing. And then and then it was like Wakanda Forever was like that on, like you said, like that on steroids, mm-hmm. like a, you know, like Woman King on steroids. But see, I thought the opposite, Mike. I thought that Woman King was Black Panther on steroids. Well, Woman King is <laughs> honestly. Well, well, you know, the Black Panther woman you're talking about, their they idea, their idea came from the real life Woman King stuff like that. No, it didn't. That way. It did not. You gotta look at the history it of that didn't. movie. 
Hold, hold on, uh, Tony Stark Jr. says, "Let's be real; those women had to be depicted as if they could whoop some ass, right? So guys are getting in into your feelings, your black feelings. Just saying, bro. If they wasn't manly looking, they wouldn't be believable. It's a movie. Tony saying, suspend your disbelief. You know. Well, Tony, what about um your favorite Scarlett Johansson? Scar Joe. I need to know what your thoughts are on that because she don't look like a man to me. She got a bob, she got tight fitting clothes, boobs, curves and stuff. But but she can but she can be an Avenger and fight extraterrestrial or um or, or the new one, uh, yeah, Florence Pugh, her uh, sister, Elena, also looks feminine. Exactly. And, and Chloe, the Dora Milaje, <laughs> like I was saying, were depicted from the real life Women King. So when they made them. Like it's like the comic book, I like that. So just like you know, that. I know you didn't know that, but that movie yeah, sucked yeah. too. <laughs> the movie was trash. <laughs> Two thumbs down. Rotten Tomatoes five percent for me. Speaking of, I guess the Clarice show was trash too because Tony's still here. Like, why are you not watching the show? You supposed to be finishing that. Because it's probably trash. I'm sure. We not talking about her being skinny, Tony. We talking about her looking like a man. You could be skinny and have a, some hair, some eyelashes. The hell, she out here looking like she changed. And in the first movie, she was more feminine. Shuri was feminine in the first movie. Yeah, she way like more than she, she wasn't like the most feminine, but she was a girl. Like now, she a dude. And they don't even they didn't even let her fall in love. Like, why y'all do that to her? Neymar was fine as hell. He gave her his mom bracelet, like. It was oh, just, you, you, you really like Namor, huh? So he's fine as hell. Okay, close. For her, like how she, they was in a romantic scene in the bedroom downstairs. You mean to tell me she had no feelings? Her brother just died. She was grieving and stuff. Bro, like she was not grieving. She was down there looking and and understanding the the um the culture. He was showing her around in her in his town. He gave her a token of his appreciation. She did not feel what scared. She, she, she wasn't sad. You don't, rem- you don't remember that part, Mike? You got to rewatch no, the movie. No, I'm saying, what is she kidnapped at that time? You people fall in love with their kidnappers all the time. You don't remember Beauty and the Beast? Stockholm yes. Syndrome. So you couldn't yeah, exactly. let her. Yeah, but it's not even. She chose to stay there. She could have left. And hold on, Tony. Uh, instead of. You know, typing. Why don't you just join the show, buddy? You have yeah, the link. Yeah, I mean, come on. Come you, on you're, 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 you've you accomplished your mission. You finished the show. Now, you know, get on the show. Come on. Yeah, to, to, to tell Sandy, like, to let you on, man. So that's a little favor. So. Oh, we got this new, matter of fact, we got this new sound sound effect just for Tony and Sandy. <laughs> hey, Josh, I'm about to switch from my phone to my, uh, my tablet. All right, so y'all let me in again. He's a naked right, cowboy now. Like the You're one in the, in, in the Times Square. <laughs> the naked cowboy. He needs a guitar, Tony. Yeah, I'm right. Naked. I wouldn't want to see that. No, we're And by the way, Mike, we're going to transition to uh, Avatar 2. Go ahead. All right. All right, Chloe. Now that you uh, have the mental theater space to express your thoughts about Avatar 2, what did you think? Was it worth all the hype? Um, yes. <laughs> we saw 4DX, so it was dope. 
4XD? 4DX. Could you let everyone know what 4DX is, please? It's it's an adventure. It's like one of those rides. All the seats are in fours, and you get to sit down, and there's special effects like fog and wind, and the seats move the whole movie, and the wind blows on you. You can smell stuff. I didn't smell anything, but that's a feature. It lightnings and thunders in there, and there's, like, vibrations in the seats and all oh, fill in the blanks. So, honestly, if we didn't see that 4XD, I probably would have fell asleep because we went to the late show. Every time I got sleepy, the chairs would move me like this. I was like, oh, all right, <laughs> I'm awake. Not because the movie was boring, but because it was super long. And I enjoyed it. I really liked the movie. It would, it would, it would. And um, what else can I say about it? It was cool. And what did you think about the graphics? The graphics were outstanding. Like I like I said, if y'all know much about me, I'm a water person. Like I love the ocean. Um, and it gave me that nice feeling, like, wow. Oh, no. oh excuse me. Sorry guys, I'm tired. I don't know weekend. <laughs> I'll be right back. Absolutely. And it w- it was a fantastic film. I I myself gave it a nine as well. I thought it was a fantastic story because the one thing that I had in my mind going into Avatar 2, the way of water was how on earth do you tie in the story from the previous one? Because it's been, what, 13 years since the original one? I mean, I was in college back then. I, I saw it as a college kid three times in the movie theaters. So I was like, how how on earth? Are they going to be able to tie this story in together when people are used to Avenger type movies where you have sequels, you know, months or even a couple years apart, but a whole decade and some change? I was like, how are they going to do that? But the fact that they had, you know, the the main character, you know, Sam having a family with Madi uh, by Zoe Zaldana, right? And them having kids and whatnot and teaching them to be, you know, not the not not be or not e, right? And I thought I thought that was fantastic. And then of course the mega corporation that's making trillions of dollars, of course they're gonna come back and wage war. That that was always gonna happen in my mind. I was just like, it's gonna be a matter of time until that happens. So I thought that aspect was was great too. And we find that one of the resources that they're cultivating is from one of the, uh, let's say, the whale-type creatures that makes stops people from aging on Earth. Now, even in present time, if you hear about a resource where people stop aging, you know, whatever corporation is going to that different planet, they're going to spend whatever it takes just to get that resource. So I thought that was that was great too. And then they had to go to a different you know tribe they were they were in the forest they were the forest people then they had to integrate into the water tribe and i thought that was i thought that was a a different spin on things we got to see some different skill sets some different uh obviously terrain on pandora which is a magical place as it is we get to see glow in the dark things underwater i thought that was cool and bringing back the you know original character but in their avatar form to be the villain 
I thought that was great too, because that was one of the things that kept them from being, you know, equal in battle because they were, you know, the avatar, uh, I guess, body of physique of people at Pandora. But now they were, you know, Marine army trained with guns, but they also had the avatar for them. So I thought, I thought that was cool. And I, I really liked that story a lot, a whole lot, a whole lot. And of course the 40X was great too. And the cowboy says Avatar 2 gave me a newfound respect for Avatar. Interesting. It was better than I thought it would be. But yeah, the 40X kept it extra live. I agree completely. And we are going to see Shazam 2 and 40X tomorrow. Nice. Cock, Chloe, you need 4DX to wake up. That's that's hilarious. But at the same time, Tony, you saw uh you saw Quantumania. And 4DX with Sandy Cheeks and some friends. So how how was that? Curious to see, hear about your uh, your thoughts on the movie from that perspective. And also want to take this time to thank Tony Stark Jr. for getting me Hogwarts Legacy for my birthday. Love this game. Fantastic game. Really feels like Hogwarts. And also want to thank Chloe Diz for taking me to New York City to watch the Cursed Child Harry Potter film on Broadway. So I think anyone who's a Harry Potter fan is absolutely going to love both of these things. So if you know anyone who loves Harry Potter, if you get them this, they're going to love you forever. But what about you, Big Mike? Because you you actually didn't you didn't get a chance to go to the theater to see Avatar 2. So what, what were your thoughts about it from how you viewed it? There you go. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. Um, I thought I was muted. Um, can you see me clear or no? Uh, because the lights behind you, it uh. I mean, it, I mean, am, am I shaking though, or I'm good? Oh no, you're fine. All right, I'm shaking the mic. I don't know why. Um, nah. Uh, okay, you know what's crazy for me, and it's like I don't know what's happening, right? Not what's happening, but the first Avatar movie, I also didn't see in theaters. And I saw it at home like a year or so later. And I thought it was only okay. And everyone told me because I didn't see it in theaters, I didn't get the full experience. Um, and now it's happened to me again. I thought it was a quality movie, but I probably got a better experience in the theater. But as far as the story, the narrative, and uh, you know, I, thought, I thought, it was, thought it was really good though at the same time. Absolutely. Because I mean, essentially we see Jim Cameron borrow from Pocahontas another Disney property. And in the first Avatar, where you, you have a, the traveler going to a new culture that you're essentially invading and taking the natural resources, and then you fall in love with one of the the females from the tribe, right? So I thought that yeah, was... that one of the best ever do it. We talked about this on another show. I think. They were the best ever do it. So I always trust Jim. You know, I think... And then not moving forward... He'll have it more often, so I think it will be better. Hopefully, you know, Lord willing, I'll be at the next movie theater for the third movie. But um, he, um, no, I thought I thought it was really, really good, um, impressive. Surprisingly, after Wakanda Forever, he had another movie with blue water people, and it still did, you know, very, very well. So that's what's up. <laughs> I mean, essentially, right? It's saying it was blue water people once again. It sure <laughs> was. You, you ain't lying. 
yeah. So, um, so I thought that was that was that was pretty good. Um, and you know, I do think that I probably would have a better experience in the 4D or not even 4D, even just even just theater wise. But either way, it was still a good a work movie to work watch. Absolutely. And Tony says it was pretty good, but the 4DX and Avatar 2 was better for one of the for one. The movie was shot in 60 frames. That's true. And the water hitting you made more sense in that movie. Plus, I think Avatar 2 was a better movie than Ant-Man. Okay, that's fair. I, I could definitely see that. And I'm actually curious to hear your take because we were actually discussing something similar in the MCU. They were facing some problems where you actually might need to turn an entire story into a TV show. And the rumor is, and I got to shout out John Campia here, that apparently Avatar 3, which is slated to come out in 2024, apparently they're thinking about turning it into a nine-hour series as opposed to a three-and-a-half-hour film. So when you hear things like that, Miguel, what do you think? They won't do that. Avatar 2 just almost matched Avatar 1 with over $2 billion. There's too much money to be made on Avatar 3 to do that. Um, I can see them having some maybe in between or after, but they're going to make that movie, bro. It's just too much money to leave on the cutting room floor. And now in that, it's crazy because this was a 13-year gap, but imagine only two-year gap, right? Because remember, it's already shot. Avatar 3 is already shot. You know what I mean? It's done. So imagine a two-year gap with the fan base now clamoring for the next movie, you know, and, and having it in their mind recently, unlike the before, right? So they might make $3 million, $3 billion, bro. I can see that. Absolutely. And Tony says, I agree with Mike. Follow the money for all the answers. There there you go. I mean... This- also, one more thing I want to say. Avatar was um, synonymous for not having great merchandise. Like, you never seen Avatar costumes, even after the first movie and stuff like that. Or like uh, Avatar on kids' walls. So I think after this movie, you might start seeing more merchandise than you had after the first movie. Absolutely. And Tony Stark Jr. let me know that apparently they're having a, a Avatar game based on Pandora and you essentially get to become yeah. your own your own uh, Navi. So, and I heard they might be getting um, a Disney ride this time too, because with Disney now, before it wasn't the first time. Right before there, you, there you go. What what merchandise? It's weird. Like at first, we made so much money, but it wasn't like a popular IP, like outside of the movie itself. So it was kind of it was kind of weird. So, you know. Go ahead, Claw. Um. So Tony was talking smack. Did y'all put put his comments up? Oh, how you had the need for DX to stay awake? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. I'll be waking up at 5 a.m. So if it's after 8, I'm just, y'all see me yawning. Like, my 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 life ain't built for that no more right now. <laughs> but, yeah, and that movie was long. And we saw the late show. What time was the show we saw? Like. 7. It was late. We didn't get out of there. And it was, was it a work night? No, it was a Friday night. So it was after work. It was a long day. But, yeah, that 40X is lit. Um, I think that all the storylines have colonizers in them, apparently. Because <laughs> this movie, I mean, the storyline was, it was cool, I guess. I mean, does it make sense that the, the, the little guy, what's his name? With the dreads, the little white boy with the dreads. Josh. Yeah, I know you're talking about. 
Like, he wouldn't have been my friend after that. You don't let your dad live, okay? <laughs> you just don't. I understand that part. You like that part, Mike? Oh, um, <laughs> no, me. Uh, I I didn't really like it. I wouldn't have let him live either. Like, you just you almost killed my friends, and you're not even my real dad. Well, but I mean, technically, he is, right? He's an avatar of his dad, though. All right, but okay, he uh, transferred <laughs> his side in his uh, consciousness into the to the new avatar. So, all tense and purposes, he is his dad. That's the closest he got to his DNA. Well, he should have stayed with his dad. You don't get to tri- set trip. You don't get to keep your dad alive who tried to kill your friends and then go back with your friends. Right, but the kid, I forget his name, and I'm sorry about that. The kid, is uh, he's looking for acceptance. He's looking for his tribe. He's an outsider. Even though he acts, you know, kind of like how uh, was it George of the Jungle, where he's getting raised by by the jungle, right? Getting raised by the by the Navi, right? The Avatar people, but he understands that he's still human, so he's looking for that, still looking for that connection. And as human beings, we all know that people are looking for their tribe, this ingrained in our DNA, literally. Exactly. So he was appropriating the culture, and then when he found what he was looking for, he sold them out. Absolutely, and I thought that was accurate, right? Yeah, but then, but then they still kept him. I mean, they didn't know, but that's why you don't let outsiders in your family. Also, um, you know, like like that's deep. Now, shout out to Zoe Zaldana because now she has. Well, like three of the top five gross movies ever, like between the two avatars and Avengers, uh, Endgame. So, like, mm-hmm. that was that because she, everything she gets in is blockbuster makes money. So, she's really, really smart with her stuff. And we ain't even counting like the Guardians or the um, Star Trek stuff. Like, she, she's she's a blockbuster chick. So, right. You know, she about cool. to she about to catch it or surpass Samuel Jackson. She is. Guardians come out now in a few weeks. That's another box office she about to have. So, or in May. So. Absolutely And Chloe What were your thoughts About the possible rumor That Avatar 3 Might come out For a a nine hour series I think they have enough content After all that filming So they might as well I mean it would probably Cost another billion dollars To make It's just money And take even longer To come out I feel like we say A billion dollars Because we ain't got no money So it sounds like a lot But if they already spent a billion dollars, it's like, whatever. They making their money back. Well, I think they only spent like a quarter of a billion, two hundred and fifty million for uh to for production costs for Avatar three already. Mm. So this new project's gonna cost a billion? No, they're thinking about releasing it as a TV series, a nine hour series. So they would yeah, add all done. they would add all the extra scenes in there. Instead of trimming the fat, they would elongate it. To make it more more like a series, you know why I think they shouldn't do that though, Josh. Also, because of what you what you guys talked about mm-hmm. the viewing, right? Because now I got to view it at home instead of getting like a three D or four D X Avatar experience. Isn't that what kind of boosts up Avatar for both movies? Like you remember, I don't know if you remember, like Avatar one put three D movies on the map. Mm-hmm. It sure did, and IMAX. Yeah, I mean, which then launched yeah. the three D TVs that were selling like crazy at one point. I like, agree. Avatar, at home, it's kind of weird. Kind of weird to me. I agree, Mike, because like I'm not a person that's like, oh my god, I have to see Avatar because of the storyline. 
It's like I got to see Avatar because it's going to be lit, like the graphics and stuff. So they might devalue their product if they just let it be on anybody's screen at home. That's definitely fact. And especially to miss out on this 4DX experience. I mean, look at these seats. It looks like a theme park ride. And the fact that water comes out, air comes out, mm-hmm. it uh it moves the back of your seat. It feels like someone's kicking the back of your seat at times. You know, you know it's like an old technology. Like, you know, um, Jazz, I mean, he, went from, he went to one of those in Florida like five years ago. Yeah, I, absolutely. I went to one, what was it, like 15 yeah. or 20 years ago, the SpongeBob ride at Universal. Oh, no, they ha- and they got the SpongeBob ride at... Uh, uh, Six Flags. Yep, that no, no, too. No, no, no. no. I'm saying Jack, Jack's a 40 movie theater like five years ago. Like, yeah, I went to Florida like several years ago. And to no one's surprise, Tony had two 3D TVs. He loved those technology <laughs> fads. 3D phone. Plus, I used to play 3D on my PS3. I was big into 3D. <laughs> did you used to steal the, um, the 3D glasses when you went to the movies? I did this time. Tony. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm saying Tony because it, you know. I did have that 3D phone, by the way. I had that too. So. A 3D it, it phone? Exactly. Tony is exactly like the Spider Man ride at Universal. What you mean? A thousand percent. A 3D phone. Exactly, exactly what it says. Like a 3D phone. Like you see the stuff, like it's weird. <laughs> but you, see it, like, <laughs> you have to wear the glasses to use it? No, you don't need glasses. It's it was like a hologram? Was it like a hologram screen? Like you know the stickers that look three D because it was a hologram. It wasn't a sticker though. It was like it was like the actual screen of the phone. And it made it like three D. That junk um, can't hurt your it, eyes. It was a um, HTC Evo three D. What I had. Actually. I need to look, look at this. Oh yeah, the Touch Flow three D interface. I remember that. Yeah, and it had a, it had a movie on there. Um, what was the one? I forget what it was. Already they already came with the movie that was three D, but it did kind of hurt your eyes a little bit. <laughs> And Tony says, bro, I had five 3D glasses and they cost me 150 each. Okay, Tony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only Tony. <laughs> Making su- supporting the economy himself, propping it all up. <laughs> you know the problem with that, right? They made all the 3D TVs, but they didn't have 3D enough 3D TV shows for you to watch. Exactly. So it was a waste of money. They need to merge 3D and VR, and then they're going to be in that sweet spot. Yeah. All right, guys. So the next topic we got, of course, is Last of Us. So speaking to the people who did not play the game, and to be fair, I didn't play the game either, but I did watch other people play the game, like Tony and Sandy. Shout out to Tony and Sandy. So I'm familiar with how the gameplay looks, how the characters look. But for people who did not play the game, both Big Mike and Chloe, what were your initial thoughts when you saw the show? Um, I I, I thought um, initially, I was like, oh, it's just a decent show. I wasn't like all big on it. Maybe I didn't play the game. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say an overall thing. I think for non-game players, it probably took a little bit more time to hook us than did the original people. I think the people who played the game, that very first episode was like the game. So for them, they were hooked a little bit earlier. I think it took a while. Um, but then I thought the storytelling was excellent as I kept watching the show. Um, but then moving forward, <laughs> I was like, yo, where are the infected at? And I ended the show with that same type of message. Like, I thought the storytelling was good. 
I thought the stuff between Joel and Ellie was just excellent. Time. The Frank and Bill episode was great, even though that kind of took me a. I want to say it was a great, it was an amazing episode, but it's like, why, why we do it? I don't, I don't even know why. But it was still a good episode. It's like a weird thing. So, um, uh, and then, um, but as far as being effective, sir, I was watching the Angry Joe um, show talk about it. You know, he's a big game player, Angry Joe, but also he, you know, does reviews. He was, they were talking about some how the game has so many more affected and what the show lacking the infected it makes you think why where's the danger at why is it this big thing to get ellie to do this thing to try to save the planet where there's no fucking infected why is everybody scared it's like so it's like you could just live in the mountains where the, the old couple was where joe and ellie went to for 20 years and they were, they were fine right if you really want to get infected and it's like without the infected it's like the, you, you lose the sense of urgency uh, that you should have because they walked from they were not walk but they were from Boston to Wyoming the then back to St. Louis to Kansas City they were like, oh we're good do, do, do. like they never were like attacked barely that, that much so it's like I feel like that's what the show lacked uh, because the narrative was it's so imperative that Ellie does this to save the planet but then when you see less and less infected the show on it's like is it really imperative because it's not we can be fine in different places right now. So besides that, though, I did like the show overall. I hope season two gets me more infected. Um, I know season two, I don't even know or not, Josh, but uh, season the game, Last of Us Part Two, is supposed to be split in two seasons, uh, season two and three for the show. Ah, okay. Right. So, um, so they're going to do that, you know, for the for the second part of the game. I don't know if Point knows that or not either. And it makes sense if you know the game, which I do know now, just by reading stuff on But, um, yeah, I think I think it'll be a three season show. So hopefully, season two gives us a little more. So, so something like a limited series with uh with a couple of shows that makes sense. Well, well, the game runs out, right? Unless they make another game, but if they're already going to stretch the Last of Us Part Two to two seasons, what more you got left after that? Unless they make another game in the meantime. And to be fair, we're we're very familiar with you know Warner's and HBO, HBO Max, and. Of course, they spend major money on things like Game of Thrones, on budgets and all that for production. However, in the video game world, typically when you when you adapt a video game to a TV series or film, typically it bombs. Right. So I feel like the fact that they didn't spend all their budget on the infected and they didn't have too many infected, but they. They dramatized the scene. They added the tension. They let it build. So when you actually saw an infected, it actually amped up your like, oh, like, oh, shit, it's an infected. Kind of like it has in the video game. Because if you see Tony, Tony Stark Jr., when he's playing on with uh, when he's streaming, every time there's a scary scene and an infected jumps out, he jumps literally. So I felt like it. Right. But even like on the last episode, right, like I was telling um. And for game players, I guess, spoiler alert, but in the last episode where um, uh, Joel and Ellie, you know, get um, get taken to the hospital, he gets knocked out. They, in the game, they battle infected first. Mm. And, then she, and then she is uh, about to drown or something. And he's trying to save her. That's when he gets knocked out. But this episode, they have no effect except for that first in the beginning. So it's like, again, like, it like lessens the danger for me of the entire world without less effect, in my opinion. And that's fair. What do you think, Club? 
Um, I'm not really into like survivor movies or like zombie apocalypse stuff. But I mean, the movie, I think the show is really good. I think that it's just depressing. Like every time I watch the show, I'm like, okay, got to get mentally prepared to be depressed. Um, so from that sense, it's like, it's just watching trauma the whole time. Um, but I think the cinematography is really good. I think the storyline is really good. Like I said, this is probably the only show that I've watched and was like, okay, like survivalist show. I'm all right with it. But can I can I take us off topic for two seconds, huh? Josh? Because I just read something really disturbing. Go go on. I sent it in the mental theater chat. <sighs> so Mike, be prepared for this news, brother. Okay. Uh, apparently, Loki TV show has been ditched in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> he said what Check your mental theater app This was I'm posted yesterday d- d- Does this mean that it's in 2024 It says it's bad news for Loki TV show fans As Marvel Studios has scrapped the summer 2023 release Of one of the franchise's most anticipated series Loki season 1 became the third streaming show in Marvel Phase 4 Beginning with WandaVision Originals came thick and fast At least from a Marvel standpoint Blah 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 Oh so that, so that means that they're going to move it to a, a, a film that's what that means. Uh, oh, okay. I think we're going to move them next year, honestly. Yeah, either that, either next year or it's going to be a film. But to keep us on topic, we, ha- we have someone who uh, wants to weigh in. And it is, of course, our gaming cowboy. Oh, Listen, man. What's I couldn't, I couldn't sit back and listen to this. I, this the show needs some legitimacy, man, on this topic. What? Um, now, I, I do hear what you're saying, Mike, um, about, I know Angry Joe mentioned with the zombies, but again, I'm just going to say this in the list of video games, right? In my, my 47 years, cause I'll be 47 next month. There's a list of games called the best games you ever played. This game is number one on the list. So I just want to say. If you play the game, it's amazing. But the storytelling is amazing. It's not about the zombies or the infected. They're really filler, to be honest. So when you see the show and it's like, well, they got from here to there. What the show showed is what the game shows. Yes, it's scary because they're out there. But to be honest, it was more there the, the fillers when you're sneaking around and killing the zombies. The real threat was the people, and that is what the show showed. Like, the show showed the people that's left in this world because they're the last of us. Is they're willing to kill, steal, rape, whatever. So that was what they really depicted was true to the game. But because it's a video game, like what else are you going to be doing for hours besides just like, that's what made it fun because while you were waiting to make it to stories, you was killing and, and you know, it, that the gameplay was so good while you're stabbing zombies, but it was just filler. Like it was so like, like, okay, obviously we could spoil this at the end. Some people are like, oh, there should have been more people he killed when he got to um, Ellie. In the game, you killed like 200 people because it's a video game. So it was fun, right? You just wanted to kill people. But if they did it in the show, you'd be like, what is this, Rambo? How did he kill like 200 people? So it's like the same thing with the, with the, with the, the infected. How are they going to kill all them infected? Like, and make you feel like it's believable. Now, if it's a Marvel comedy, right? 
Of course, you're going to kill like 800 zombies, never get scratched, get hurt. But I think they wanted to make it more realistic. But I get it. If you say, well, the game had like a million zombies, I'm telling you from experience, and I beat the game twice, and I'm looking to beat it again, just waiting for that price to come down. Um, it's uh, It was the filler. Like, it's that's just what it was, right? You know, you just you endlessly killed zombies because it was kind of like filler as you made your way to the story. You know what? That makes sense. And it reminds me of all the all of our rightful gripes that we had with uh, the last season of Game of Thrones, where a lot of a lot of characters just had plot armor, especially in The Long Night. So if we would have had more infected, it probably would have felt like that. That's a great point, Tony. Yeah, you I'm telling you, if it had way more infected, you would have been like, this dude is Rambo. He's like people would it would have people are at least watching this like, man, that was kind of deep. Now, if you didn't see the game, so it's two things. If you seen if you played the game, I think you kind of respect it, but you also um like me, right? I'm very critical on this because I love the game so much, but I'm also biased. I will be honest, right? So part of me is like, man, they nailed it. And then part of me is like episode three. Like none of that happened in the game. But like they said, that was the one episode they swayed away from the game the most. But it still was a great episode, right? So it's kind of like I totally get it. And I said it in the beginning to uh, some people. I said, listen, if you didn't play the game, it's gonna be a decent zombie show now i thought they was going to have more zombies in it so it could be a zombie show it ended up not being a really a zombie show it was really about two people um connecting with each other that didn't like each other and the guy you know fell in love with her as being like his new his daughter um but you know that's you know okay so i i didn't play the game Tony, so i can't come from your perspective so i'm gonna come from the show perspective mm -hmm. right so when you Okay, so you hear like uh, what's her name, Marlene, right? Yeah. And you hear her talk about like what, like when they when they made the trip from there to there, she lost like half her team, right? For, for, uh, for from infected, and that's more so why she was pressing to take Ellie, whether Joe cared about it or not. So it's like they talked about how bad it was. But yeah, but they it, it wasn't just only infected. It's it's so much more out there. Like look at um uh Catherine, right? Her team. Yeah. Like you go in that city, that you didn't have to worry about the infected. They was murdering and killing you. So it wasn't just the, the world is barren is affected is way more than that as they showed in episode eight with the people that was eating people so people quick to say well it's like the walking dead so the infected is the most scary thing no even walking dead straight from that like you watch walking dead you don't even care about the zombies you're thinking about people out there like negan and the and the um i forgot to do with the eye patch and 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 all the crazy people and that's was the same thing with the show yeah, so, I, I, de I definitely agree because Big Mike, I know you're big on tropes, right? So usually in anything zombie or uh, post-apocalyptic, you're always going to have that struggle to find humanity. And I feel like this story talks about that a lot. Yeah. We see all these crazy characters that are human, and those are the really th people you have to worry about, not necessarily the infected. Yeah. So the, to me, the infected is just the, that's the setting of the world. But yes. in that world, you have to worry about these different parameters, we, which are the human beings. Yeah. But to Mike's point, if to Mike's point, if you was going into it thinking that the primarily the primary part of the show was these infected, then I get it. Then you were let down because you're like, man, they barely showed them. But if you 
if you go into it like it's really just the, the infected is what's wrong with the world right same thing it could be a volcano movie oh all of a sudden in the world there's so many volcanoes and now it's hot so you can't go in this area because it's lava right but the show the movie w wouldn't be more about the volcanoes it'd be about how can we survive in this world with volcanoes and that's pretty much what it was not so much that oh it's you know it's these infected but Question i get it though did you did you hear what I said earlier about how they're gonna make part two or two seasons? How you feel about that? Uh, they have to. If you watch our playthrough, we it took us nine play or ten playthroughs to beat part one, and part two it was like sixteen. It was so long we took a break. We took like maybe seven months. We didn't. We we took a break. I remember Josh. You was like, bro, when y'all playing it again? It was like, bro, that game long as hell. Like part two is extremely long so long that i i told people i think part of it should have one of the main characters which you won't say i thought should have been a dlc it just made it too long to have two supporting characters on two sides that's all i say so part two has to be um two seasons it has to be if, if not they're going to lose a lot of content part two has probably you so you see how this game had all right, recognizable characters, you know, Marlene, Joe, Ellie, his brother, Tommy, um, Bill and Frank. This probably had about Catherine, you know, uh, this probably had about 15 recognizable characters. Part two is like double. It's like 30 main characters in the, in the show or the, the movie or wow, the game. It feels like a movie. And so you cannot do it justice if it's only one season, at least only nine episodes. Got They're going to have to. Are they making a part three game? or do you know about that? There's no talk of part three game. However, in part one, you got a multiplayer mode called Factions, which I was that was like one of my favorite things to play until Destiny came out. So they've been working on Factions part two for many years. It was supposed to come out with the game part two. They decided to make it a standalone game, and it's supposed to be a live service game. So if they have good characters in Factions 2, uh, kind of like how Destiny is a live service game, but they got these recognizable characters. If they can make actual characters separate from part one or part two, then that that could be its own season four. But I don't know, you know, no, the jury's out on that because all we seen was uh, uh, pictures of factions too, which look pretty good, and they said it's going to be amazing, but you know, we can't can't say. Okay, so right now it looks like it's only going to run three seasons after the part yep. two game. Yeah. Interesting. And, you know, if we want to transition a little bit to Mando season three, it looks like Mando's only going to last three seasons because apparently <laughs> this this season has had the lowest ratings in Mando history, which I was very surprised to hear because I've loved this so far. I wasn't. I told you episode one was mid. You was like, it was great. I was like, nah, it was mid. Bro, remember I said it took me to episode four. Like, I liked episode four, the one where they went to this village and all that stuff. And then after that, I just wasn't into it. The very last episode, I got into it. And then I was a little more into it, but I said it. I said, honestly, if this didn't have Star Wars name on it, it would just be a cool sci-fi show, but I didn't think it was that great. The the kid really stole the show, to be fair. But um, I'm going to get out of here, but can I just give you my rating for The Last of Us show? Oh, please do. So... I'll say this, if it wasn't tied to a game that I love so much, I would have gave it a seven. Like, it was a cool show. Um, I like the fact that it was very violent. 
I like the fact that it was like, um, wow, a kid died in it. Like that was shocking. I like the fact that the end, it was like, whoa, like what happened and blah, blah, blah. Uh, can I spoil it? Is this is a spoiler? Oh, absolutely. All right. So I like the fact that um, Joe killed the doctor and rescued Ellie, but she had no clue and she really wanted to go through with it. She didn't know she was going to die and he lied to her. I was like, that was dope. I like the fact that they had people eating people. I like that it was a serious tone. I really, really like that. Um, but as a show, I would have gave it a seven. Like it was decent, but as a adaptation of a game, I think is now superseded sonic one as the best adaptation of a video game for me um sonic will still be number two but this now yes they strayed a little bit as everything does but this was so close to the game you know besides not having a million and eight hundred and eight hundred you know uh infected to kill and also they had like a million humans too to kill like because it's a video game but um as a as a show that was added, you know, adaptation of a game. It gets a nine. Wow. So, I, okay. Yeah, I was, yeah. And uh, on that note, I can't wait to see what uh, Assassin's Creed does on the Netflix series. But you have a good mm. night, Tony Stark Jr. And sh- sh- shout out to Sandy, Sandy Cheeks as well. And happy birthday. Thank you, man. And you guys uh, take care. Thank you for letting me on. Um, Claude Diz, uh, make sure your seat starts shaking so you wake up. And, um, Big Mike, it's good to see you. Josh, as usual, love you, man. And uh, I'll catch you guys on the next one. All right, man. All right, right. peace. Peace Peace out. And uh, as we see here, John Favreau has clarified the timeline of The Mandalorian. Seasons one and two take place over many years. And Grogu was with Luke for two years before reuniting with Din Djarin. So I guess he was out uh, stealing the thunder from Boba Fett, right? Um, well, first of all, let's let see your stuff about the rating stuff like that. I think that, um, I, I think part of it was the time it took so long for it to come back, you know, part to part. Um, the second the second season ended like December 2020 or 20, no, 20, well, yeah, 2020. That's like the 2023, bro. Wow, that's a long time, yeah. You know so, I think that part of it is that they're trying to get your audience back at this point. And I don't think I think Boba Fett didn't help that whack ass show. So I feel like that that's part of it right now. And maybe the um the 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 part about Grogu is wearing off, like the whole Baby Yoda, um you know phenomenon a little bit. I feel like uh, that's that's my thoughts. Claude is um what's happening? Uh, it's I like it. I think it's cool. I like the fact that Grogu is getting more um, screen time right now. I look forward to it like I used to. Um, yeah, I, I like it. It's cool. I like, well, you know what I like? I like it. I watch it with the closed captions. You know, when Grogu tries to talk, it, it says Grogu babbling. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, on the, um, it's, I like it. it. I think Grogu is finally getting like, um, he, he's finally getting his screen time and like he's his, his character building finally for him. Well, how do you feel about what I said about his maybe his phenomenon wearing off? Why the ratings are that good? What do you think? I feel like people just didn't know about it, honestly. Okay. Like I didn't know that it was coming back out. If I if Josh didn't say anything, I wouldn't have known. 
And uh, for me, I think that's a great question, Miguel. Is the magic of Mando and Baby Yoda slash Grogu over? I think for the casual fan, yes. Because I feel like we know some people who who love Baby Yoda but have no idea who Grogu is. So right. I feel like you have that you have that disconnect. And unless you give the show a chance and you like it, I think that that popularity will die off number one number two we all know how critical critical excuse me star wars fans can be and essentially like shut down or boycott a uh, a project as george lucas found out but for me i love the i again i love the action scenes the action scenes for me the the the, the ship fighting scenes were incredible for me i was totally Cap- yo, that captivated. Move, that, that, that move that, that move that Boca Tan pulled, that shit was dope as hell. Like, yo, when she when she put the ship, oh man, that was dope. But the Mando, well, Mando did in, the, in this season opener. I was like, yeah. yo, yo. So, so okay for me, that confirmed it for me that he is truly, indeed, force sensitive, without a doubt. Mando, absolutely. Okay. Wait, what? What? What are we talking about? Which one? In the in the first one where he is uh like save when he saves everybody. Oh 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 he saves uh his old because uh, that to have to have those reactions and I and I, I also said this with Poe Dameron. He 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 has to be force sensitive. Maybe he's not on the same degree, and I would have to say this for uh Han Solo. To a degree he's force sensitive for what they do. How'd you feel about them uh going to this other story in this episode just passed uh, with the uh, Dr. Pet I, I thought that was great because, you know, we learned that Moff Gideon escaped. Hello. Yeah. So for me, I, I I can't wait to see that story resolved. Like, of course he escaped. And wh- where'd he go? Like, I, I can't wait to figure that out. What do you think, Club? Um, I don't know. I, I kind of don't. Ha- I try not to have any, like, expectations. I kind of just want to see what happens. Um, as we go. So we'll I'm see. I'm loving it. I think it will be a season four because Favreau said that he already wrote the season four. I think it will be. But I also think, um, to the other part, I think this is Star Wars fans clamoring for a Star Wars movie. It's been a, some years now. And I think we're like, they just announced like Feige's movie got canceled. Um, who else? The chick, uh, what's her name? Uh, the one who did Wonder Woman. Uh, Patty Jenkins, her movie got canceled. But I think Star Wars fans, like, we want a movie. <laughs> like, I think this is what it is. Yeah, that's fair. And I feel like it's going to be important which movie they decide to move forward with. And selfishly, I hope Kevin Feige is involved. <laughs> well, well, Tiger, I think they'll do the Tiger movie, I think, actually. So we'll see. I don't know. Absolutely. But all right, guys, we already been live for what two and a half hours, so we're gonna we're gonna call it a night there. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you, Big Mike and Clodis for joining us once again, and also the Cowboy Tony Stark Jr. Thank you for uh, letting you know letting us be graced with your presence, which is always great. But thank you again, guys. Don't forget about Jay, your cousin. Thank him too. Oh, I, I was I was getting there, and also my cousin my cousin Jay, you know, and those who wanted to be here but couldn't be there couldn't be here. You're here in spirit. And you're definitely coming on next time. But thank you again. And talk to you all soon. Peace. Peace.